Ah, best show. Hey, everybody. Best show's live, right? We're here. Hi, guys. It's me, Tom, the host of the best show. Here, in front of you, on a Tuesday night in November of 2016. There's no more timeline jumps or anything. This is not uh, Quantum Leap. We're done with the Quantum Leap portion of the of the best show, so uh, you can forget that. Hey, everybody, this is Tom. Uh, that previous thing was on tape. I uh, this is from 2018, and we're playing an episode from 2016. And this is actually the show to listen to. Disregard the time. Wait, I'm not going to do it. It's like a Mr. Show bit. I'm not borrowing that. Borrowing that. But then again, if I go back in time, then I can say they took it from me, right? Doesn't work like that. I don't take nothing from nobody. Best show is the most original thing you ever heard, right? So now, to keep in the spirit of that, Let's say good evening. The best show will begin. We have an exciting program for you tonight. We have uh, comic book superstar Chip Zadarsky is going to be here from Canada. And also from Canada, Emma. You remember Emma, right? From Toronto? Well, I guess if... Of course she's from... I don't have to say Emma from Toronto is from Canada. Unless Canada is uh, is uh, a seceding, and they're going to join Michigan, right? That's what would happen. I can't do the show tonight, Mike. Get 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 my stuff. I have a steamer trunk out there. Take me to the take me to uh, the dock. And I'm going on, I'm going to get aboard uh, the QE2. Does that make sense? Or put, at least I'll get on one of those cruise ships, Royal Caribbean, right? Either I'll take the QE2 or the uh, Royal Caribbean uh, that goes on the, like the five day thing around uh, Nassau. Is, the, is that where the Nassau Coliseum is? Is it in Nassau? Like Barbados? Oh, this is not a good show. Is this really what I'm bringing to the table tonight? I can't do it. No best show. It's canceled. Come back in four years. No, I don't care. Nobody stop me. Boy, I'm rambling. Holy moly. It's hot in here. Why is it so hot? Maybe because I turned the heat up when I came in. Oh, it's getting worse. This is the worst episode of the best show ever. Holy moly. But you know what? I just spotted myself. I just dug a little hole for myself to dig out of. So I say to you, best show listener, get ready for the best episode of the best show you ever heard in your life. Here it comes. Right down the, whatever, what is it, right down the pipeline, right? It's a pitch right down the middle. Best show! 
new bed music theme weavers redoing the theme music that's the debut of it and they're they're uh theme weavers eat uh, put out a, 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 a release of this now you can get uh nothing but the best the very best of theme weavers LLC uh, you can get it on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Bandcamp, and they've been doing the theme music. They were our band for uh, uh, the New York shows and the the Sharpling and Worcester New York shows and the West Coast Swing and the Chicago too, right? I think I can't remember anymore. But they're so great, and they've done so many awesome things for the best show and. Now they've got the theme music. Go buy that EP. They put a lot of great surprises on it and fun things uh, by the Theme Weavers, LLC. Hey, it's the best show. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm here with you until midnight. And we have a great show for you tonight. We have resumed No Dude Vember. Which means no dudes can call in. Sorry, dudes. No dudes! If you do not identify as a dude, 
you can call in. What did we just hear? Oh, we heard Mississippi John Hurt. I shall not be moved. From the best of Mississippi John Hurt. Do you think the other John Hurt, the actor, was just like... Wanted to... What would he be called? London John Hurt? Wasn't he British? That guy? What was he in that was great? Class of 1984. No, that's Roddy McDowell. What's that? Alright, he was in... No, I said what was good that he was in, not Doctor Who. Dudio with his Doctor Who... uh, what, what did he play in Doctor Who? A Dalek? Destroy Doctor Who. I am a Dalek. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Catch the intruder. Isn't that what it was? Is that Doctor Who? No, that's Berserker. It's an arcade game. Sorry. Listen to my voice. Oh, it's bad. It's shot. My voice ain't been right, man. Ain't been right. Ever since the car crash. That's right. What car crash? Oh, the one that happened last week after the best show. I'll tell you about it in a minute. And what a car crash it was. Holy guacamole. And starting us off, Neil Young on the beach. From the album of the same name. Perfect kind of song. Those two songs add up and capture kind of where, uh, how I've been feeling, uh, the last week. I don't know about you. By the way, the phone number 201. What is it now? I can't. I literally cannot remember the number. So I'm real. Wow, I'm Jeepers Creepers. Two zero one three three two three four eight four. Thank you, Dudio. Thank you, buddy. So he's there for me, Dudio. The the whole team is always there. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start pitting people against each other. I know that's what people want. Hey Tom, pit Mike against Studio. Hey Tom, pit Pat against Mike. Hey Tom, pit Studio against Pat. No, not doing it anymore. I listened to you guys long enough with that. I, it made me sick every time I did it. Every time I would tease Mike or tease Jason. Even the name Dudio. I didn't choose that name. He Look, he chose it. He's the one who came up with it. And then Pat. Every time, every time you ghouls said, have them fight. We love when they fight. I went along. It was peer pressure. I was trying to be cool. But now I see it. It ain't it ain't cool. These guys are all right. You're all right, Mike. How you doing tonight, Mike? Little little scratchy voice. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, we're in the same boat, Chief. But you're here. You're a, you're a, you're a fighter. You came out. Standing tall while he's sitting. Sitting tall. Right? Not particularly? He's slumping. Okay. Slumping tall. God. Ain't giving me much to work with. Ain't giving me much to work with. Slumping tall. That'd be your, uh, your Billy Jack movie. AP Mike. Brings back the Billy Jack franchise, slumping tall. As he goes, it would be like if Bayonne was like somebody was trying to like ruin Bayonne, and then you were like fighting to defend Bayonne from being changed, but maybe they were trying to like add like a park to it, and you were like, I can't let this. There's no way I can let this abandoned drugstore be turned into a park. This empty, this empty Kmart. They want to turn it into a park? Not on my watch. That's not my Bayonne. There's no reason this burned out drug fair. This, this, this burned out drug fair, they want to knock it down and turn it into a rec center? Not my Bayonne. They're going to have to go through me. Slumping tall. The Billy Jack. AP Mike is Billy Jack. With his sidekick, George R.R. Martin. And the guy from the Efferdent commercial. Polygrip. As they take a stand. Frank Langella. AP Mike. George R.R. Martin. Frank Langella, the guy from the Polygrip commercial, as they take a stand to to keep Bayonne, to keep Bayonne, Bayonne, slump, slump and tall. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess last last week we did a, a show. It was I thought last week was a special show. Last uh, that was such a that was such a uh, uh, such a, a fun show that became not a fun show as we were doing it. Um, but uh, it was a special show. I thought it was a special show last week. I don't know how, uh, you guys, uh, are you guys happy with it out there? Yeah. Cause we did a thing where we went back in, uh, time and recreated an, an episode and then it kind of transitioned into present day. And yeah, I want to thank, uh, everybody worked very hard on it. So thanks to, uh, uh, to, you know, Jason and Mike and Pat and John and Claire O'Kane was, uh, here doing calls on it. Terry T, Brett Davis, Dan, right? Is that it, Pat? Dan McNamara was on it. Who else? Did I miss anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody chipped in and we built something, uh, that I think if you didn't hear it, you should go check it out. I think even if 
it kind of tracks how the night was going, uh, in, in a variety of ways. So it's, it's kind of interesting in that way. And if it sounds like it's going to be a bummer, it's not just a bummer. It's, it's, look, it's riding the ride, man. Riding the ride. That's the ride, man. What are you going to do? What are we going to do? Right? Not ride the ride. We ride the ride. Maybe we didn't want to get on the ride. We were on the ride. And the ride went maybe not where we thought the ride was going to go. Maybe we thought the ride would stay on the tracks. The ride didn't stay on the tracks. <coughs> yeah, so... <clears throat> last week was nuts. Sure, and look, last week's show is very special. You can always check it out at thebestshow.net. And, uh... My voice is still shot. It's really... Really, how... Does it sound terrible? Just... It sounds rough? No? Oh, come on. You don't have to... You don't have to whitewash it, Dudio. Per... Oh, God. This guy. I can't tell... That's... It's... What? Okay. It honestly sounds good. Thank you. Okay, compared to what I said it was, which was unintelligible, that I couldn't speak for five days, I'll take this also. And look, yeah, sure. Did AV Club uh, Podmas recognize last week's show? No. That's their, that's their thing. I guess maybe we should have reviewed a hamburger in it uh, if we wanted to get their uh, attention, to get on their radar. should have uh, should have uh, talked about the consistency of a filet of fish sandwich or whatever they... They get their jollies on over there, or talked about uh, the, the Back to the Future. But look, that's their thing. That's that's their nightmare. They're trapped in that living hell. God bless them. We got a very sweet write up over at Split Cider from uh, a friend uh, Nathan Rabin wrote a very nice thing about an older show. So yeah. So last week. Left the show. Me and Pat and uh, Claire, Claire O'Kane, comedian Claire O'Kane, uh, went to a diner after the show. Sat. Kind of were processing election uh, results and what Nazis. Uh, not Nazis. No. What Nazis. What Nazis. As we sat there, and then, then I said goodbye to to Pat and to Claire, and then I was driving home on the New Jersey Turnpike, and uh, I was driving, listening to uh, the scientists, and yeah, driving on on the turnpike, and then suddenly, uh, like a snapshot, right in front of me is a full size deer, literally right in front of my car. And not even, I didn't see him coming, nothing, hit him head on, not head on, right on this, on his side, like it was, you know, I just see it like a snapshot. It's all I've seen. Every time I shut my eyes, I just see that is all I see for the last week. 
is what that felt like. And I just see it and I hear it and the, the violence of this huge deer going into my, uh, my car going into this deer and he was big. He had antlers. He was, he was big, big guy. Full grown. Caved in front of my car. And I skidded. And um, it was so loud and violent. And I, uh, and look, I've never seen a deer on the New Jersey Turnpike in my whole life. Have you ever seen a deer on the Turnpike, Mike? Yeah, unbelievable. And this is like this is around like exit thirteen, around the the part where it's like factories that the part that people think is New Jersey who've never seen the rest of New Jersey. That's the stereotypical part of it, where it's just it's just factories and um and 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 what what do you call it? like like smokestacks and or whatever you they would be now. Yeah. A deer caves in the front of my car. I hold my car like an accordion. I skid. I pull over. And then I'm just stu- stunned. I was just stunned. And I sat there and like, I sat there and then like the music was still playing. And I, I, I didn't even know that I'm on the side of the, I'm on the side of the road somehow. Like, I don't and the music's playing, so I just shut the music off. And, and I just look in the front of my car is like a, like a, uh, just folded up. And I was just sitting there now, like the things are beeping and like ding, ding, like all those things a car does when everything's going wrong on it. And then I get out and I look and my car is just, it's totaled. It's everything's pouring out of it. It's like an accordion up front. I was just numb. And I'm telling you, if this deer was at a different angle, if he had jumped up any higher or was tilted in any different direction, Right through my, uh, right through my windshield. Easy. Right through my windshield. Easy. And God knows what would happen then. Cause I was going, I was on a highway. Usually people hit deer. They're on, they're on, they're not on highways with the, on the, not the turnpike where people, people drive on the turnpike. Like you're not expecting to see a deer. Yeah. And I tell you, I close my eyes. I just see it and I feel it. And it hasn't, it's, it's every, it's every, uh, it's every day, it's every minute. It's, 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 it's nonstop. Can't get the crash out of my head. And if that thing goes through the windshield, I don't know. I don't know what, um, then, then I don't know anything. Then it's just like, then I end up in, that's best cases on the hospital. I was going fast too. I was going fast. It's the turnpike. It's one one thirty in the morning. No one's around. You're driving on the turnpike. 
every version of this ends worse than what happened to me. And I, I know I'm extremely fortunate that it ended how it ended. I know that. There's a, there's a, there's a version of this where I'm not, uh, where I, uh, yeah. Yeah, where I'm lucky to be in the hospital. I, it's just, it was terrifying. If there was, there were no car, there was no car. If a car was behind me or alongside me when I'm skidding from this thing, there were so many versions of this that could have been worse. Every other version is, it ends, ends. Yeah, so my car's gone. What am I going to do? What do you do? It's a car. I don't care. But yeah, it's and it's it's uh, I can't shake it, man. I tell you, I cannot shake it. So I call uh, I call uh, Terry, Terry T. My lady friend. And I'm I'm holding it together. Just say, hey, I, my car's totaled. I just got in a huge crash. Deer ran off. God, God knows where this deer is. Actually, it was holding it together. The cop shows up, and by the time the cop shows up, I know I was on the radio. I was on the radio two hours earlier. By the time the cop shows up, my voice is gone by the time the cop shows up. My voice went away. It was insane. My voice straight up left me. And I had to, like, force to talk to the cop. I had to screech out what had happened. And, yeah. Couldn't talk. Was just in a fog, and I've been in a fog ever since. I'm still in a fog from this thing. Then, getting the t- tow truck shows up, tows the car off. I'm in the cab with the tow truck driver. He's like, well, "Let's take it. You can take it wherever. You got a garage you want to take it to?" It's like I don't have a garage. Yeah, let's take it to my guy. He'll he'll like when we pour these parts that used to be a car in his. In his, in his, uh, parking lot. He's like, we could take it to the tow yard. I'm like, yeah, let's take it to the tow yard. Take it to the tow yard. Oh, this tow yard. Oh my God. It's, a, it's an auto graveyard, basically. It's night now down, down a, a horrifying road in Elizabeth. And I get into the tow yard and then they're telling me what to do with the thing. And it's all flooding. I've got everything swirling around in my head now. This tow yard. I still can't believe I'm, I'm, I walked away from that thing and I'm grateful I did, but I still can't believe I can't process it. And I'm still trying to process it. And, uh, I'm at the tow yard and the woman behind the cast woman at the tow yard Look, sure, she's a perfectly nice woman. The tow yard. She was. It. It. it, it, it basically, I was. Uh, 
She was telling me how to go through the process of everything. And, um, then I, uh, I say, can I go to the, to, do you have a bathroom I could use, please? A, 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 a bathroom. I said bathroom. I didn't say bathroom. I said bathroom. What's that? Mike left. I'm sorry. I bored you. Mike probably wants to know why I didn't mention apmike.bandcamp.com during the middle of this story. Here you go, Mike. This this story was brought to you by apmike.bandcamp.com. Only the finest shirts available. Masses shirts. Back in stock now. All sizes. apmike.bandcamp.com. So anyway, I go in the bathroom and I just tweeted out I go, in the, I go into the bathroom and I'm like, w- w- splash water on my face. And I just tweet, I, I just Instagrammed the picture of what was written on the bathroom wall. And then I hear through the thing, the woman screaming, celebrating that Trump got elected. And literally, I swear to you, it is within 30 seconds. I read on the bathroom wall. It says pig, like written in like pig, use the brush, clean S on toilet. Look at Instagram. I Instagram the picture of it. That's literally what I saw as I was in the bathroom at the tow yard hearing her go, Mr. Trump is president. Mr. Trump is president. We got a new president and it's Mr. Trump. And I see on the wall, pig, use the brush, clean S on toilet. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Do you see the picture? Yeah, look at Instagram. This maybe sums up, this like, I've never had something be more on the nose. This is my syncing up Dark Side of the Moon to Wizard of Oz. Pig, use the brush, clean S on toilet, screaming, we got a president and it's Mr. Trump. As I'm like, huh, I just lived. Did I live? I don't know. This woman's yelling about President Trump and the wall says pig. <laughs> the the bathroom wall has written in like Manson type letters too. Just so people can get an idea of this. 
It looks like when the Manson family wrote on the wall, pig, use the brush, clean S on toilet, with an arrow pointing down also, in case I guess you didn't know where the brush or toilet was. Like, like you're looking up at the ceiling for the, for the brush. Yeah, that's, that was a weird uh, moment. Like, what am I stepping out here? Of the, yeah, it's like I stepped out of that bathroom was a different world. But then, you know, the woman was very nice to me. She was very, she was very, she was saying, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad you're okay. It's like, thank you. Call the insurance company and get picked up, uh, by, uh, my lady friend, Terry, Terry T, my special lady. Picks me up. And then I just go home and I can't, I can't sleep. I haven't been able to sleep right all week. Close my eyes. I see the crash. I hear the crash. I feel the crash. Went to the doctor a couple times, got checked out. Opened myself up, got a real uh, cold. Um, just got real, I got real sick, uh, uh around Friday. Like sick, sick to where I was just like, my sinuses were just, just, it all shut down. I was in bad shape. Yeah, that was bad. Had to empty my car out, went, got a rental car, drove back the next day, rented, uh, we got, we got the car, emptied out my car at the tow yard, went in to tell the, to the woman, a different woman was behind the counter. Now this other woman was screaming, like cursing at the other employees saying like you effing bleep, go empty, go do move this effing car, this, that, like, like I'm just standing there and yeah, I was just, I, I, but I'm just numb and I'm just getting like twitchy from it. And I've had like weird spasms and I've got checked out. I'm, I'm okay. Okay. But stuff's just, it's not adding up, man. Thursday comes around and I'm like, oh wait, I got a ticket to go see the Pet Shop Boys in concert. And and I'm like, I don't want to go. They're in, they're in Morristown, New Jersey. And I'm like, do I really want to go to the, and then it's like, yeah, I'm going to go. Cause you know what? This thing already is, I can't let things, I hate when things take more away from you. When, when you do a thing and it takes more away from you, you already gave it, I already gave enough. I don't want it to take even more. So like. I'm going to this show. So I drive to the thing, Pet Shop Boys, in Morristown, New Jersey. Nice seat, nice floor seat. We got floor seats. By myself, naturally. What better way to see the Pet Shop Boys than solo? Um, go in to take my seat and second in from the aisle. Guy next to me, oh, 
He's like, oh, am I in your seat? I'm like, no, no, I think I'm this seat, not that one. He's like, oh, oh, you're alone. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm alone. Sorry. Didn't realize this was a couples only show. Yeah, I'm alone. Show starts. And you think about these pet shop. Well, you think about this with the pet shop boys. They've been around longer than the Grateful Dead at this point. Think about that. 85 is when they blew up. They were around before they, in 85. They started in the early 80s. But even if you say, when did they get big? They got big, they got big in 85. It's 2016. That's 31 years. That's one year longer than the Grateful Dead. What do you think about that, Mike? Huh? Well, there's two of them. There's two of them. Neil Tennant and Chris Lowe. So I'm watching this show. And this guy, suddenly I realize, oh, I'm in a solo seat. And the guy next to me is terrifying. The guy who's got the aisle seat. He looked like, uh, you know, he looked like was uh, the guy from Sons of Anarchy, the cop. What was that cop? The one who was also on Deadwood? Wayne? What was his name again? Remember the one who was like, I guess I'll talk to Jackson, see what, if he thinks uh, we can get the gang to calm down a little bit. He looked like that at this show. Show star. And look, I'm not judging the way he looked. I'm just trying to paint a picture for you guys. That's what I do here. I'm a painter. Words are my paint. I'm not like Chip Zdarsky where a pen is my, or, or paint is my paint. I use paint with words. The old master painter. So, show starts, and it's super fun, by the way. They're so great. They picked up, they picked up where ABBA left off in a lot of ways, Pet Shop Boys. Two discs on stage, two, two, two giant circular discs rotate around and they're behind the, they're behind them when they rotate around these two, they're standing there and they're both wearing helmets, like, which, I think it's the funniest thing ever that, like, it's like, yeah, Daft Punk have been doing... First of all, Daft Punk can't hold a candle to what Pet Shop Boys have done. They can't. They just can't. You listen to that Pet Shop Boys greatest hits? It'll melt your brain. This guy starts yelling. Because people are like, they start playing the first song, people are like clapping... I swear this guy goes, stop clapping, stop clapping, stop clapping. It's the opening song. People are clapping. He was screaming to stop clapping. I have never seen anything. Stop clapping. And I'm like, 
Now start getting like on edge because I'm already on edge. This guy's screaming to stop clapping. Oh. So then uh, they do their show. They play uh, songs. They play a lot of my favorite songs. Neil Tennant in Pet Shop Boys. Very funny how he's like, he they do a thing and he comes out. He's like, hello, Morristown. We've never played Morristown before. It's so great to be in Morris. It's like, all right, you could stop saying Morristown. It's not that, not that big of a deal. It's more, hello, Morristown. We're the Pet Shop Boys. It's so great to be here in Morristown. Just say New Jersey. Morristown. What's it going to be? Hello, Chatham. Like, you're playing the Morristown Theater on an off night, but before your New York gig. You don't have to act like you're super thrilled to be in more. You can say, hello, Morristown. It's Thursday night. Tomorrow we play New York City. We had nowhere else to be and decided not to lose money on the road. Much like Mike Watts said, if you're not playing, you're paying. I don't know if Pet Shop Boys know uh, Mike Watt, but. So I see the show. It's great. Leave the show. Everything rushes back. Driving home was a, was a, I white knuckled that drive back. Night, night time again. Yeah. Dri- driving ain't been so hot, man. Not so hot. But you know what? I am alive. And it sounds like a simplification to say that. But, um, you know, we all have a ton of negative thinking at different points, and there's just a point where where in your head you go through this stuff and you realize that you want to live. It's a very simple thought. I want to live. I like being alive. Very easy to lose sight of. Very easy to forget. But I definitely was reminded that I want to be alive. I'm very grateful to be alive. That could have gone so poorly, so terribly, in so many ways, and it didn't, and I'm lucky to be here. So, um, but if you think about it, and tell me if this is uh, morbid. After that best show I did last week, Man, if that was the last thing I did, oh boy, talk about setting a legend, right? Holy moly. Show where I'm just like, hey everybody, it's all over. World's over. Then you find out, and he died two hours later. You know what I'd say then? I'd be in heaven, because I am going to heaven. I'd say... Hey, David Bowie, I beat you by two and a half days with my thing. Oh, you put your album out on Friday. I did my final thing, and then 90 minutes later, I was gone. Sharpling, out! 
But then I'd be like, wait, why am I out? I'm in heaven now. And then David Bowie would say to me, would you like to meet my friend? Bing Crosby. I'd be like, wait, you guys are actually tight? I thought you just did that one thing. There's no way you guys are actual friends. And then he'd say, so we, I don't even know how that song goes. What, rump a pump I don't know. Yeah, look. Is that morbid, Mike? Yeah. I'll say this. If I'm up in heaven, I look down. I know what I'd see. See a lot of sad people. And you know what else I'd see? I'd see my my uh, my uh, eulogy being done by A.P. Mike. And I'd see him mentioning uh, his masses shirts at it. Life, life is like a band, is like apmike.bandcamp.com. When I think of what Tom enjoyed most in life, it was, I know he enjoyed my song Michael Perry, which is currently available for download. Name your own price. We still have headshots. (laughs) Signed. Headshots. And uh plenty of masses shirts. They make great holiday gifts. Again, AP Mike that I'll be selling them in the parking lot. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll be fighting over the estate. It'll be uh Dudio, uh Pat, Mike, Terry, God knows who else be climbing in on this one, right? Wally Wacky Man, yeah, thank you. Tom wanted me to do. Tom said that I'm the to take over the best show. Hey everybody, it's me, Wally Wackyman, host of the best show. No, didn't happen though. I'm lucky. I'm alive. I didn't die. I tell you, I could. I t- I swear. And I know it sounds like I'm being dramatic. I. Think about it all day, all night. I don't know how I walked away from that thing. Don't know how. But I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. Might be corny. You might think it's corny. I don't know. Maybe it's corny to say this. But when right when uh, right when America S's the bed, right? For me to get, get in a thing like that but then still be here? I don't know. Does that mean something? Yeah, it's de- think, Mike. Think destiny. Right? It's destiny. Yeah. I'm still here. Right when things were literally at their worst. Came close, but I'm still here. Yeah. Got work to do, man. I got work to do. We got people to stick up for. Yeah, it's going to be rough, man. Some rough times ahead. But you know what? I'm telling you, we got to stick up for each other. I got friends who are getting some bad things done and said to them, and we can't stand for it. 
It's not good. And if you see it happening, you got to call it out and you got to do something about it. There's bad stuff going on right now. And you got to stick up for the people around you and take care of them. Stand, stay on the right side of the street. You watch out for your people. You take care of each other. And I'm telling you, I want this show, this show, I'm not going to turn the show into to some uh, Facebook, you know, where it's just a, a political thing. No. Best show, but this show's going to stay funny. It's going to stay funny. How many comedians have you seen get chewed up by getting into, to, to going all the way in, uh, down the rabbit hole of politics and they're not, it's not funny anymore. You don't want it because you can get that anywhere. You know what? Ain't going anywhere. We're here. This is where you come, you, 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 you come here, you can cool your head down for a few hours a week while we're, while we're taking care of each other. What we gotta do, we gotta stick around. Gotta get smart and we gotta get healthy and we gotta take care of business. You protect other people. Cause it's gonna get ugly. It's already getting ugly. So you protect them. If you see somebody saying something to your friend, you say, you do something. Yeah. But in the meantime, Best show ain't going nowhere, man. You got me? It's going to be here. It's me. And at least one of the three guys out there will make the cut. But all seriousness, let's take care of each other. There's some bad stuff going on. It breaks my heart. Some of the stuff that's happening to friends of mine makes me sick to my stomach. Let's laugh it up. Oh boy. Right? Hey, coming up next, we got a comic artist, Chip Zdorsky, from Toronto, talk about. No. Gonna reset the, uh. We'll reset. What do you think about that? Should we reset? Think, Mike? Should I reset? A reset. Twenty-year-old Frankie. Clear the palate. That show will be back. He's married. He's got a kid. And he's working in a factory. He's working from seven to five. Mother chip control in readiness. Sonic assassins cleared for space flight. Countdown starting now. 30. Countdown started. All units prepare for activation. 25. Production androids activated now. The tape is rolling. The red orb is glowing. 
20. Audience receptor units activated now. 15. Music distribution equipment activated now. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, All units three, activated. Two, Countdown one. terminating. Countdown complete. All units functioning. Movement commencing. We have liftoff. Do you want to need it? I'm going to have it. Who's going to have to give your lady needs to get it? You're going to give it. I need it in the morning. I need it in the evening. I got to get it when I'm on a picnic. And there it is. You know you want to give it up? You got to give it up.
ever see a hangman tie slipknot? Did you ever see a hangman tie slipknot? Yes, I've seen it many a time, and he whines and he whines. After thirteen times, he's got a slipknot. Did you ever lose a brother on that slipknot? Did you ever lose a brother on that slipknot? Yes, my brother was a slave. He tried to escape. They drug him to his grave with a slipknot. Did you ever lose your father on that slipknot? Did you ever lose your father on that slipknot? Yes, they hung him from a pole and they shot him full of holes. They left him there to rot in that slipknot. Who makes the laws for that slipknot? Who makes the laws for that slipknot? Who says who is going to the calaboose or get the hangman's noose or the slipknot? I don't know who makes the law for that slipknot. I don't know who makes the law for that slipknot. But the bones of many a man are whistling in the wind because they tied their laws with a slipknot.
Please. 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 My uh, uh, two friends in, if can we please? Do we have uh, what's that now? Oh, Pat's bringing them in. How about that? Wow, I guess Mike couldn't uh, be bothered to get out of his chair, right? Slumping hard, right? What did you call it, Mike? Slumping tall, Mike slumping tall out there. Do, 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 
Well, how are you, Pat? You having an alright time tonight? Yeah. You don't want to get up on that mic, guys. That's how they work. You get up on them. Who's, who's good here, Mike? One. I'm going to take a call before I bring my two esteemed guests. Oh, get the... This guy's wearing... I'm going to say this. Dudio. Dudio came in. He's wearing his Doctor Who... What is it? Or bathrobe? Is that like when he like wakes up in the TARDIS or something? If like if suddenly like an ice monster attacks the TARDIS while he's what are the scariest Doctor Who monsters? Of course, there's the Daleks, which are garbage cans. Cylons. That's uh, that's Battlestar Galacticus. What's that? The Silence. I I could go for a little more of that. Uh, actually. That's my favorite character from Doctor Who. When you wear that, I wish the silence would show up. Last week, you called in. Can I say this? What yeah, you yeah. did? During the, 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 the show last week, you called in as, um, Todd from, Todd from Union City, and you're giving me a hard time. Three things happened, uh, Tuesday night. But Donald Trump was elected president. I was in a horrifying car accident. Yet yeah, those both pale in comparison to the, to the terror that was you creating Todd from Union City. I would, that was maybe my least favorite thing of last Tuesday night. Was, but it was my, also one of my favorite. It was so funny. You're funny. You're a funny dude. Dudio's a funny guy. Funny guy. Funny guy. Best show. But it was. Hi, Tom. It's, it's Cat from Raleigh. Cat from Raleigh. What's up, Cat? Well, um, I'm hanging in there. Um, I, I, I mean, amidst all the bad news, I do have some good news on in, on my personal level. I want to hear this good news. We could use some good news. What's the good news, cat? Well, I don't know if you can hear them, but I got my cat. You got your cat, and is your cat named? What's your cat name now? Human, right? Did you do it? You did it, didn't no, you? No, my cat oh. name is Sid, but I actually will be seriously considering getting a cat named Human in you? the future at some point, because this is not the last cat I'm going to have. Okay, that's good. Look, there's there's always room. Cats are like uh, potato chips. You can't have just one, right? <laughs> Isn't that what the yeah, part I, of the marketing I mean, of I'm cats a, is? I'm a grad cats. student on a tight can't budget, so right now I think I can only have just one, but in the future, hopefully, yeah, I'll have more. So what is your cat's name, Cat? Sid. Sam? What if you named your cat Sam? Because then it would be Cat and Sam. Like that show on, uh, that show that w- left us too soon. Uh, Cat and Sam. It was, uh, mm. uh it was, uh, uh, Jeannie McCurdy and, uh, uh, Ariana Grande. They, uh, <laughs> who would have known that taking a character from iCarly and smashing him into whatever the other character came from? I don't know. <laughs> but what if you, what is your cat's name now, Cat? Sid. 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 Like Obsidian. Oh, that's right. Okay, Obsidian. So S I D. Your cat. Sid. And what color is Sid? What what kind of cat? Let let me get the visual on Sid here. Tabby. See Tabby. No, I mean there's a reason behind his name. If you know what it means. He's a black cat. Yep. You know what you should have called him. Other than human, which was, I'm still standing by as the 
for someone whose name is Cat to have uh, to be a human named Cat and to then have a cat named Human. Look, if if it doesn't make sense for you, I you can't. I don't know how much harder I can hit this one. But what if you name the be, cat? It'll happen. I mean, I could at least if someone like like weirded out by it, I can at least call the cat Hugh and like pretend it's just named Hugh. Hugh. Cat Hugh? I don't get it. <laughs> Hugh Cat? I don't get no, it. No, but I get... But what if you name the cat the monolith? Remember in 2001 when the monolith... I hate on? that movie! <laughs> you hate 2000... You know what? I I don't love it. I gotta say. I admire it. I don't love it. I don't think I love any of those Stanley Kubrick movies. I admire I like all of the them. Shining. They're all amazing. I'm not gonna go put them on. I'd be just as quick to go throw on, uh, you know, what's a movie I like to watch when I'm having, uh, having a hard day? What's a movie I like to put on when I'm having a hard day? I don't know anymore. All I do is watch Impractical Jokers now. There's some episodes I've seen five times. I can see five. I can almost scream the, scream the prank along with them now. <laughs> well, look, a cat, I'm going to say this. The addition of Sid is a bright spot and a maybe not so bright time. So he got me through night. I mean, I didn't leave the house all day Wednesday and he helped a lot. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. And also, pardon? No, no, I want to see a picture of Sid. Can you send me a picture of Sid? Oh, yes, I'll tweet him to you. Okay. Also, I sent my, I finished my first full draft of my master's thesis, and I'm just waiting on revisions from my committee, and I hope it won't be too much of a bloodbath. You know what? It's a process, and you'll get through the process. Also, my dad's a novelist, and he was my first and, like, strictest, like, editor, like my writing drill sergeant, I call him. So I like to think after that I can take anything. So he kind of helped to eat. Yeah, exactly. So you've already seen worse than whatever he can, whatever this teacher can dish out. You've seen worse. Yeah. I love it. That's a great attitude. Cat. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on, on Sid and on getting yeah. your paper uh, underway. And I can't wait to see this picture of this cat. This better be some cat. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. He's pretty wonderful. Can I ask you a couple quick questions? Yes, you may. Um, I don't know why this has been burning in my head, but maybe just because of, like, I mean, you're such a, like, light in the darkness, but, like, has anyone ever called you an SJW? No. Nobody's ever called me. Nobody's called me. I just, I, they, they, nobody's called me as, what, a social justice warrior? Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. I'm Tom. That's all I am. They call me T-O-M. Well, I'm glad you haven't been, like, targeted by any creeps in that respect. You know what? Let's not, let's not even go down that road, Kat. Good call. Let's not go down that road. It'll just Mm -hmm. be you and Sid and me and your paper. And you have a car that was the same car that I had, and I don't have that car anymore. I can... Uh, picture what my car used to look like and uh, why am I closing my eyes because now I see the deer again okay I'm opening my eyes why do I do that close my eyes I see mm. the deer oh I did it again 
That's the, the it's just trauma is inherently irrational. It is. Mike thinks it's funny. Mike, Mike thinks it's Mike. Mike's laughing it up out there. You'd think you'd think it was an episode of Abbott and Costello. The way Mike's laughing out there. Ugh. Abbott and Costello meet the deer. <laughs> the way Mike, <laughs> the way Mike loves it, he thinks that I've never heard this guy laugh. That he he laughs at he, these are the things that make Mike happy. APMike.bandcamp.com and my terror. He's laughing. He's laughing so hard out there. But, Kat, thank you for the call. Can I ask you one more question? Of course. Um, this has been a mystery to me, like, since I started listening to the show, and it's been, no, it's been bugging me more and more and more ever since. Oh, this is scary. This is a scary buildup. Scary buildup. Go ahead. What do you got? In terms of the lyrics to the theme song... Um, mm. like the the line before sitting at home alone, I never have been able to make out for the life of me. The best that I can think is like stuck on your friends and your lasso's rag. I think that's it. I think it's stuck on your friends and your lasso's rag. You got it. Stuck on your friends and your lasso's rag. You're sitting home alone. You want to know what? I couldn't tell you what it is. I think I know what it is, but I'm not exactly sure. I don't pay a whole lot of attention to lyrics. I just hear the whole thing as a thing sometimes. Isn't that odd? Some people are like hung up on lyrics. I'm not so much hung up on lyrics. I just hear the entirety of a thing. A voice is just no more than an instrument to me. I think Jimmy Page is the lead singer of Led Zeppelin. Actually, because <laughs> his guitar playing is more dominant than Robert Plant's vocalizing. That's me, though. I like lyrics a lot, but I mishear them a lot. Um, do you have any like infamous misheard lyrics? Any infamous misheard lyrics? That's actually we'll, we'll do that. That's actually too good of a topic to not to not open up to everyone. And I have yeah. my guests here. They came all the way from Canada. I better get to them because they're gonna they're gonna do something. They're gonna pour poutine on my head if I don't get them on the air, Cat. Well, okay. Well, um, one super last quick last comment. Um, I saw something about twenty best Canadians. Um, if you're taking any nominations from listeners, I'd like to chip in with Dan Behar. Dan Behar will make the top twenty Canadians of all time list. Put Dan Yay. Behar down. Dan Behar. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Cat. Go say hi to Sid. Thank you. Oh yeah, definitely. He's on my kitchen table now. Well, get him off the table. He's a cat. Oh, he's a spoiled cat. All right. Just don't let him get in the food or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right? Boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah. All right. I'm trying. You're doing. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Have a great night. All right. Night. I didn't mean to hang up on her. Yes, only 20 Canadians because we're going to try to wrap it up within the body of one show. It'll be the first list we ever need to. Andy Kindler just wrote on Twitter here, if AP Mike needs to suppress his inappropriate laughter, he could watch an episode of Kevin Can Wait. He has to do at Kevin Can Wait CBS. Oh, boy. You like when people go, shots fired. You like when people go, shots fired. Andy Kindler's a very funny guy, though. And you know what? Uh, if, if you don't know that, uh, Kevin Can Wait is, uh, 
America's Top New Comedy. Apparently, Andy didn't get the memo that it's America's Top New Comedy. Who doesn't want to see Kevin James um, uh, in a lesser situation than uh, King of Queens? He's like a former cop on this show where he's like, I was a cop and then I'm retired. Now it's a, the real job starts at home. Really? It does? Harder than being a cop? The real job starts when you got to worry about do you left the mayonnaise out or whatever he's doing on the show? Kevin can wait. Can you imagine watching? I watched one episode of it because I was like, I got to see what this is. I sat there. I watched it. And it really was like, it it's like, it's almost like it being in the future. Like if you watch like a, a science fiction movie and you see like a show like that, this is what a dystopian future is like. And a show like that's on, like when they're doing like making fun of how bad, ugh, it's so bad. This guy, come on, Kevin, you know what? We can't, Kevin, we can't wait for you to. Fix the scripts to Kevin can wait. I guess we can wait. We will wait. Hey, Mike. You calming down a little bit out there? Good. Good. Need a, you want a good laugh? Uh, the deer. I think I'm thinking of the deer now. There he goes. There you go. There he goes. That's his, that's his, uh, that's like a Bazooka Joe comic for Mike. It would be panel one. I'm driving. Panel two. Deer smashes my car up. Panel three. Squiggle line around my head outside my car. Oh, I guess I survived. Panel four. That's right. We're adding a fourth panel for this Bazooka Joe comic. I'm in the men's room at the... That was the unisex bathroom, by the way. At this uh, tow yard. It says on the wall... Pig. What did it say again? Pig. I'm, I'm like blacking it out and I can, it, it said, I can actually look at it on my phone now. Pig, use the brush. Yeah, I got to just read it myself. Sorry. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Pig, use the brush. Clean S on, on toilet. On. I think there might be some larger issues at work over at the tow yard. They're worried about the S on the toilet. It is my privilege during No Dude Vember uh, to welcome to the show uh, here. This is this is a guy who is responsible for some of the greatest moments in the comic book arts over the last bunch of years. He's responsible for Howard the Duck. He's responsible for sex criminals. He's responsible for Jughead. He's responsible for Captana. He is my friend. Friend, that's right, friend. Chip Zdarsky, how are you? I'm uh, fantastic. That's quite the introduction. Thank you. 
Well, welcome to America, first of all. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, your country is um, a glorious example for the rest of the world. Yes. Follow our lead or perish. <laughs> now you, sir, Chip Zdarsky, at Chip Zdarsky, Z-D-A-R-S-K-Y. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, you are a, a, a citizen of Canada, true mm-hmm. or false? Yes. Mm-hmm. True, true. And you are uh, a resident of, of the city of uh, Toronto? Yes, yes. And how's that working for you? You know what? It's uh, it's good. I've been there about uh, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I've never run into your guest before. So My other guest? Yeah, yeah, we'll your other guest. Her. We'll meet her in a moment. Yeah, she's staring at me with her Toronto eyes. She's super cool. <laughs> She will bring her. It's not her yeah, time. Yeah. Right no, now. it's not her time. Cool out. All right. Cool out. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Please. For the love of God, give the guy one moment. I, I just want to. I just want to say something. Uh, I your Bazooka Joe thing reminded me. One of my first writing gigs was mm-hmm. writing for the Canadian version of Bazooka Joe. Okay. It was a double bubble, and huh. they were called Pud Comics. Exact same okay. thing, but but Canadian. Three panels or two panels? Um, we would go, do two or three panels. Mm-hmm. I used to write them for an illustrator, so okay. I wrote like three hundred, uh-huh. like Bazooka Joe style jokes. And, and when you're writing those, are you just like? Because sometimes you read like a Bazooka Joe type comic, and yeah. you'll read it and you'll go. I don't know if I get this one because that clearly can't be the joke. <laughs> like when you're reading, you're like, yeah, yeah. that can't be the joke. That's not a joke. It's only like re- representative. It like, it, it, like, it, <laughs> it, it, it like evokes comedy. Yeah. But it doesn't actually do anything funny. Like it's just like somebody says something and then the next panel Someone says something back, and then the other person's legs are are horizontal, falling out of frame. Yeah, yeah, just a suffering a, a horrible head injury, just the worst. So, if you pictured my comic, hmm. Mike, yeah. panel one, cr- I crash into a deer on the turnpike, right? Panel two, it's me saying, um. Well, I guess my car is, uh, I guess my car, I don't want to say bucked because that's dirty. That's like, <laughs> that wouldn't be in a comic. And you'd see the deer say, uh, the deer would say something like, uh, what would the deer say if you were writing a comic? Like if I gave you, pa- <laughs> if I gave you that setup chip for panel one, <laughs> panel two is going to be me, legs falling out of frame with just shock at what the deer said to me. The deer, maybe the deer would say, you would say something like, maybe you should have taken the bus. That's a, that's a solid one. Yeah. Like, I think, I think the, the children would love it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't blame me. You should have <laughs> taken the bus. And then I would fall out of frame. And you would, you would be saying, oh dear, as you fall out of frame. Cause you'd be just saying, oh dear. I'd say, oh dear. And he'd say, yes. <laughs> and then I'd fall out of frame. I only uh, I only remember one of the jokes we did when we were doing our Bazooka Joe style ones, which was all the kids standing around on the street, and, they were, and the Bazooka Joe character was like holding a shirt up to his nose and saying, <laughs> "Did you ever notice we all smell like gum?" Well, that's a pretty good one. I know I I never saw it in print, so I don't mm-hmm. know if they actually went for it. They would just like pay me for them, and I never actually saw them. But yeah, see that's 
That's one where somebody would go like, whoa, I can't handle this. Right? <laughs> like I'm freaking out. Yeah, you want to you blow an eight-year-old's mind. Yeah. See, that's what they should be doing with it. Yeah. But you're, you do more than just pud comics, <laughs> Chip. <laughs> Howard the Duck, your run yeah. on Howard the Duck concluded recently. Howard the Duck, for yeah. people who don't know, for people who only know this dumb movie they made, which is terrible, um, the comic book was in the 70s. It was a, 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 an insane comic book where it was basically... If you're not sure who Howard the Duck is, it's it, it kind of like me as a duck, maybe. Is that fair to say? Yeah. No, I've actually told Marvel it's, it's me yelling. that it's like Tom Sharpling as a duck. Like I've actually Wait, no, re- yeah, I've used those oh, I've used okay. those words with my editor before. You actually said okay, because I was, huh? Yeah. No. No. You are you are the template. Because he's mo- oh, see, this is hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah. What? See, now I'm, I'm getting flush. Well, yeah. I mean, you could see it as being flattering, or oh, I'd see it as yeah. being completely flattering. Yeah, because yeah, that's what it's intended. Poor Howard the Duck. You read the thing, you're like, this poor guy. Yeah, can't get a break. He comes out on top. Yeah, but he comes he out comes on. Out he on comes top. out in the middle. He comes, he comes out, out in the middle. He doesn't ever end up on top. Top. Yeah. You know what it is with Howard the Duck, which is not unlike me. He sees a lot of crazy stuff. Mm. He don't win necessarily. <laughs> no. But he gets to say, eh, "I saw some stuff." Yeah. And I'm still here. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, and everybody uh everybody loves him. Everybody loves him. That's Howard the, the so you actually said to your editor that it's me. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Well that's the biggest compliment I've ever gotten. <laughs> you hear that, Mike? Yeah. Mike does look. Mike hates comics. This is the other thing. And A P Mike is is uh Beverly. Mike is like no, Mike's like uh <laughs> Mike's like uh, Doctor Bong. Yeah. Right? Get it, Mike? You get it? Issue seventeen, original run of uh, the the uh, Gerber era, uh, Howard the Duck. <laughs> it was Doctor Bong. You see, he was a guy who did a he was uh, had a head shaped like a a bell, and uh, then there was the issue <laughs> where Steve Gerber couldn't finish the book in time, and then padded it. Oh, that was an amazing issue. There's an issue of Howard the Duck from the original run where he's like, eh, I couldn't finish it. And it's a book about not finishing a thing and artistic, yeah. what it means to make art. And I think that was a result of his like sleep apnea, which was like undiagnosed. Like he just wasn't getting any sleep. And so he wasn't hitting any of his deadlines. Wow. Yeah. That's bonkers. I still can't wrap my head around this, that you told Marvel that it's me as a duck. Yeah. But it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. I felt that way without you saying that. <laughs> when I was trying to tell people what Howard the Duck is. They wouldn't let me put in the squirrel sidekick, but besides but, that. But the cat, though. That cat you cat. created. Biggs. <laughs> I'm going to say this. This Howard the Duck run that Chip did. Because sometimes Chip writes. Sometimes Chip draws. That's Never what, the twain shall meet. That's what you call a, a, a super talent. You can do both. Because you draw sex criminals. And yeah. Matt Fraction, friend, you, my friend and friend of the best show, Matt yeah. Fraction, writes sex criminals. But the two of you write things on it together, I'm sure. Like yeah. You, it's like, a collaborative. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, we we talk through plots and, you know, I'll, I'll add background jokes. But, you know, similar to the situation with you being Howard the Duck, like Matt and I, the first time we worked together mm-hmm. was for the best show. 
for the WFMU right. drive. Yeah. We did the video yeah. for Effed Up. That's right. And it was because of that we realized mm-hmm. we could work together, and so we started Sex Criminals. So you're responsible. Really? You're responsible for both <laughs> Sex Criminals and Howard the Duck. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Now, Mike. First of all, Mike hates he hates comic books. Oh, I got that feeling he from hates, him. Like, yeah, just the, he the, does not. Wow. I'm gonna say this, and he's gonna he'll deny it up and down when he sees you face to face. He thinks so little of you. Yeah. I'm telling you. No, no. I, he I thinks no, he probably thinks you're a great guy. But what you do, he thinks you're taking up space. I don't think he thinks I'm a great guy because I think just by default. If mm-hmm. I work on those funny books, mm-hmm. he's like, there's something wrong. He's like a pervert. <laughs> yeah, but he probably looks at it as you're just on your grind and you just grab it where you can grab it and who cares. That's true. He does respect right. a guy who just grabs it where he can grab it. Right. Uh, apmike.bandcamp.com. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Chip. Yeah. apmike.bandcamp.com. <laughs> so, this, it's a, so th- I'm going to say this. If you want to read a, 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 this Howard the Duck, it's, is it all comped up now? By or almost? Yeah, the final one comes out tomorrow, actually. Wow. Yeah. And people can buy these trade issues of Howard the Duck. It's so, it's so fun. And then you're reading it and you're laughing. And then like the next issue, you're like literally like crying <laughs> when you read the issue. So sad. And then you're laughing again. And then you're sad again. And then you're laughing again. And you're sad again. And then you threatened to kill Howard the Duck off. I was so worried. I always felt like because uh, it was such a weird thing to get that book in the first mm-hmm. place that mm-hmm. I always treated every issue like it was going to be my last one. Like you were just ready for the plug to yeah. get pulled. Yeah, like issue one, I threw Spider-Man in and She-Hulk and all these characters <laughs> I wanted to write. Just like so I could, like, <laughs> put that in my yeah. like uh, on my tombstone that I wrote Spider-Man dialogue because I assumed by issue two I'd be gone. Which is one of the funniest things. The way you did Spider-Man was so funny <laughs> also because Howard the Duck is clearly like – Always bragging about how tight he is with Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. And it's clear Spider-Man has so little interest in Howard the Duck. And, yeah. but then Spider-Man always gets sad as soon as he thinks about, um, oh. the tragedy that made him Spider-Man. <laughs> he can just become just morose and sit, he sits on a tree branch, just, 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 crying. just drowning in his own misery. Yeah, I didn't think any of that would get by them because there's an actual like part of Marvel Comics like the, called the Spider Office. Mm-hmm. So anytime you do anything in your comic, this is not helping Mike uh, win Mike <laughs> over the idea that Marvel has a thing called the Spider <laughs> Office. What if we That's went fine. by? Maybe you should go by the Spider Office, Mike. Right? Pitch him some some Spider Man ideas. I could hook him up. You want to put some pitches together? We'll go in, we'll pitch. What about if Spider-Man goes to Bayonne? Yeah, Captain Cronut, was it? What was his name? Dr. Cronut? Dr. Cronut. Spider-Man versus Dr. Cronut? <laughs> that was been the old days when Mike actually put on a... Did that guy come to the studio? He did, right? He Did he come to the studio? That was upsetting. That was a... <laughs> there were some chapters in this show that I'm amazed we went down those roads because there's this guy in Bayonne who runs around uh, in a superhero costume yeah. and then he calls himself Captain Bayonne and Mike almost ran him over or something <laughs> and then Mike came in dressed as Dr. Cronut his enemy and this guy was like I don't know I'm amazed I'm amazed that we were still here after some of these things I like that for a second you could forget 
that a guy named like Captain Cronut came I into swear. your studio? Yeah. Oh no, I try to forget. I work very hard at forgetting. I'll do this to the deer. Oh, it came oh, back. I just God. saw it. And I just heard a little <laughs> chuckle out there. He loved it. So Howard the Duck is done now. Yep. Now you're doing Star Lord, right? Yeah, that's that's yeah. public uh, knowledge yeah. and things. Is it out yet? When does it come out? Uh, it comes out in December. And yeah. that's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The the main character, Star Lord. Yeah. The, the Chris Pratt of yes. it. All. The, yes. Yeah. And Sex Criminals, which is my favorite of all the things you do. Oh, thanks. It's you and Matt. Yeah. And it's the two of you doing a book. And to explain this in a in a, a family friendly way, uh, when a man meets a <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um when when people in the book uh uh. Uh, achieve a certain type of uh, adult satisfaction, <laughs> then time, f- everyone freezes except them, and they can move around and do whatever they want post-adult satisfaction <laughs> <laughs> moment. And people who have that find each other, and it's kind of sweet. I always thought it was kind of sweet because it's just about how people feel uh, different and alone, and then people find themselves and they figure out that they've got things in common, even if you think you're the only one in the world, yeah. and you find out you're not and you're less alone. But it's but then they rob banks in it while everyone is frozen. Yeah, I mean, and, and my job as artist is to, is to convey all that. So mm-hmm. um, I have to look at a lot of videos of uh, adult satisfaction. <laughs> Uh, uh, to kind of figure that out. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my gig. Mm-hmm. So that's on your, like, your tax. You have taxes in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. Taxes. Yeah. yeah. You file. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you'll yeah. just say, like, research. <laughs> Adult satisfaction. Adult satisfaction research. Parentheses. Sex criminals. How do you put down on a thing sex criminals on any document without somebody just going, like, Wait, what is this thing you, you're working on? The worst was, because I do a lot of comic conventions in the States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whenever I'd go through customs. The United States for the United us States, here. yeah. Us. Of America. Of America. Is it weird that it's called the U.S. and it's us also? Isn't that very convenient? <laughs> it's pretty convenient for you. Right? But whenever I go through customs, they would, um, they would ask me, you know, what, what you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm an artist. And like, wait, like, for what? And I'm like, oh, a comic book. I'm like, what's the yeah. comic? Yeah. And for the longest time, I would always say, "Hey, do you do you know Walking Dead?" Uh, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm like, "I work for that company." Yeah, that company. And they yeah. let me through. So sure. when I finally did like Howard the Duck and Jughead, it made it a lot easier. But yeah, because yeah. then you did, yeah. So Sex Criminals is great, and uh, you guys are like 15 issues into that, and I yep. love it. And then you did a run on Jughead, which you're done with <laughs> Jughead now. Yeah, the Archie Comics Jughead. Yep. Which was super fun also. Thanks. You made Jughead. Like, I didn't think I was going to... You should have seen me at the comic book store. <laughs> I'm like, uh, do you have the new uh, issues of... I need Jughead, uh, Howard the Duck, <laughs> and Sex Criminals? <laughs> it's like... It's like... They just would be like a list. <laughs> like, it just ends up on like... Sorry, I'm not... Uh, I, and I'd have to buy like uh, some other comic to just seem like I'm... Uh, what would I have to buy? There's nothing. There's nothing you could buy. Iron Man. That. Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man. They're all weird. Yeah, that's the thing. And then Captana, 
Is Katana done? Uh, Katara. Katara, sorry. It's not mm. done, but it's... Um, Messed up. I'm going to beat myself up over it. I got it wrong. <laughs> Katara, not Katana. It's, it's, it's my fault for naming it a thing that doesn't exist. Um, Which you did five issues of Captara. Yeah, yeah, with the artist Kagan McLeod, and he's working on issue six. It's been a while because comics are the hardest job. Mm-hmm. You know, before this, I was you know doing illustrations and graphic design, and it just seems like a, just the easiest thing in the world now. Looking back, now would you describe a comic book like Captara? Mm-hmm. It is basically. What what do people call it? It's a gay he man, yeah, yeah, kind of thing, right? Yeah, that's the vibe we're going for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which and now when you came up with that, was it just like, yeah, we're gonna do uh, he man, but he's uh, he's gay? Yeah, the original thought was, uh, if you ever watched the old he man show, it all took place on this planet called Eternia, mm-hmm. and I always kind of liked the idea that whenever I would play with toys as a kid. There was no, like, purity of toys. Like, they would all interact with each other. Mm -hmm. And so I like the idea of uh, there being a planet where all that took place. So there'd be, like, a country with Transformers and a country with My Little Ponies and a country with He-Man figures. And uh, and so that's kind of what Captara ended up being. But we're so focused on the He-Man stuff because it's just Mm -hmm. bonkers. Like, all, like... The characters that they made for that show and for those toys are just, like, so over the top. And just running wild with... You're embracing, yeah. the, like the homoeroticism of He-Man. Yeah, yeah, which is great. But we're also, you know, we're not making a joke of it either. Like, no, you're not making fun of. No, yeah, no. It's it's you're just it's like that's the world, and it's a it's a you're twisting the thing. Yeah, which I, think, I think is. I think there's a lot of sexual awakenings, um, uh, adult satisfaction awakenings for. Uh, you hear this, Mike? For, <laughs> for a lot of uh, for a lot of young men. And yeah. uh, young women uh, due to those uh, those muscle toys, those hot think? muscle toys. Yeah. Those hot. You, you, or, where where do you rank this, Mike? Man, he's not interested in tonight. <laughs> just, yeah, I just hear him go. Yeah, like I'm like I'm bugging him. <laughs> Who's good here, Mike? Uh, one. one. I'll take two, because one reset. Best show. Hello. Hello, hi. Hi, it's Jordana from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Jordana yes. from Halifax, Nova Scotia. What's going on in Halifax tonight? Well, not a whole lot's going on, but I uh, I wanted to, to call and thank you. I uh, we, we were in New York on the weekend and uh, went and uh, got some discounted tickets with your promo to see the Chris Gafford show. Oh, that's right, yes. The yeah, Chris, it was fabulous. Yes, Chris's show, Career Suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, packed a powerful punch, but it was uh, it was great. It was pretty funny as well. I still haven't seen it yet. I have to get to, over to the theater and see it. Yeah, wait. well, I thoroughly recommend it. <laughs> oh, I, wait, I, now I had, you're I recommending had... it to me? Yeah, <laughs> well, there we go. It comes full circle. Yes, isn't that a, a funny situation? <laughs> there you go, there you go. So you you hit a, a deer last week, did I hear? You did hear that correctly. I did hit a deer. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's something actually. that I've yet to do. I've lived 12 years in Canada, yeah, but uh, you're okay. I haven't hit a deer or a moose. Okay, well, keep it off. You don't have to do it. I'll d- take it from it's me. It's not a rite of passage? No, it's not. 
It's a wrong of passage. <laughs> no, you don't have to do it. Seriously, don't. don't All right, it. I'll uh, I'll steer clear of that then. Literally. Yes, oh, indeed. Uh, yeah, and we uh, we went and saw uh, your show in Toronto. Uh, well, it was last year, I think. That's right. It was it was last. Uh, it was the, almost this time last year. Yeah, it that was, was a that was a great time at the Mod Club. I think it was. No, where was that? No, it was Mud Club. In Toronto. Mod, I thought you said Mud Club. I was like, I never <laughs> No, that's my mud. Australian accent. <laughs> it was the Mod Club. That was fun. That was a great show. With Damien from Effed Up was in the band. Yeah, yeah. That was that was great that he up. was there. <laughs> he remember when he picked me up and spun me around like a fire <laughs> like a like he was saving me from a fire. <laughs> <laughs> He's a mighty mighty man. <laughs> yeah, because look, I'm big. But this guy picked me up like I'm a like a rag doll. <laughs> but he's a beautiful man as well. Yeah, that was a great show. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, Jordana. Ah, anything you want to say Keep to your good work, my you have, friend? You have two countrymen here with you. One who has been introduced. One who is on deck. Anything you want well, to well, say well, to say them? Say again. Say you have two people from Canada here in the studio. You have Chip Zdarsky. Oh, right. Yes, yes. And then Emma from Toronto. Uh, oh, Emma here. from Toronto? Yes. She's uh-huh. in, uh, well, I'm, well, I'm Geordie from Perth, Western Australia, but I've been living in Halifax for 12 years. But I do have dual citizenship, so I still qualify as a yeah. no-dude Canadian. Yeah. Say some, say some Canadian thing that only they'd understand. <laughs> let, us in on the, let us in on the inner circle. Just say something that – just say some Canadian thing that only they would get. I'm That's not so well versed in the Canadian, I guess. You just went. <laughs> that was uh, that was like some signal, just going. That was a code. Kill everyone. It. Kill everyone. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to say is a stereotypical oot and a boot. <laughs> no, that's a that's a you're you're. That's a you're, cop out, though, isn't it? Yeah. No, that's a cop out, and you guys don't say oot and a boot either. <laughs> we think we don't, but <laughs> let's not. We get called on it. Yeah, I'd be. Oh wow. Well. Okay. Thank you for the call. Okay, thanks, guys. I want to welcome to the show. She's been a longtime friend of the show and of mine as well. It's Emma from Toronto. How are you, Emma? I'm great. How are you, Todd? Good. Thank you for coming. What brought you to the United States of America? Just us. Just uh, just visiting some friends. Okay. Ooh, I know. Very fancy. I know. What's I that have like? American friends. You have American friends. I'm not trying to brag, but also like I won't. I'm not going to not brag about mm-hmm. it. Sure. You know? No. Why? Well, you gotta look. It's something to brag about. You got friends uh, in the U.S., Canada. Those are the two places. That's it. That's it. That's Where the whole thing. Also, it's very generous of you to assume that I have friends in Canada. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she has but, to travel all the way to the States exactly. to hang out with friends. Look, I would figure at this point you would have met someone that you'd say like, yeah, that's my friend. Well, I'm, friend- I'm friends with Chip now. Well, how about I've trapped that? him into it. Showbiz friends. Yeah. Showbiz friends. And you're Radio both, friends. you're both Toronto residents. Yeah. We are. It turns out we live like five minutes away from each other. It's Let's true. See, how about that? See? We're on Young Street. Yeah, we both <laughs> live on Young Street. We yeah. live above one of those shops that sells like bongs and yeah. nothing else. I like how, you know my exciting story on Young Street. Oh, my, one of my favorite stories. From I the, think about it 
all the time. I think about it all the time. The bat fight. Use it as a metaphor, like really often. Do you know the bat fight, Chip? I don't remember the bat Picture fight. Picture this. That's so good. Picture this. I'm sitting in a coffee shop on Young Street, I think it was, probably. And there's two dudes across the street, kind of around where that video store was that sold. I remember I was going to buy like a Trailer Park Boys. Not to be so on the nose with Canada. I was going to buy it. I was just like, that's a little too much for a Trailer Park Boys DVD. It's like, and look, we can admit, it's Trailer Park Boys. It's just okay, Trailer Park Boys, right? It's a little too much of it. Well, they let us back into the country if we say. They just made too many of them. Yeah, there's like 10 seasons and 20 specials. Yeah. Yeah. There's that many? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's just too much of it. Maybe. Pick your spots. And this is from a guy who does three hours of radio a week. I'm saying there's too much of what they do. At this point, they're trailer park men. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, Come on. Exactly. The trailer park men. Thank you, Chip. You. So I'm sitting there across the street. Two guys are in an argument. And help me with details on this, Emma, if I get any wrong. All right. One guy has a bat. Mm-hmm. So far, and, so good. And he's swinging it around at the other guy. Like, he's going to cave this other dude's head in with this bat. Yeah. And, but then he, like, swings the bat. The other guy, like, catches the bat (laughs) and takes the bat from him. And now suddenly, the other guy has the bat. And it has informed so much of my life, the idea that sometimes you got the bat. (laughs) And then sometimes someone gets the bat from you. Now, they got the bat. Because yeah. he, think about this in this guy's mind. I got this bat. I'm going to cave this guy's head in. And my discretion, I just choose when I start, start <laughs> beating this guy with this bat. Oh, he's got the bat now. Hey, let's go easy with this bat. This whole bat thing. Should we sure we want to be swinging bats around? Like, because he's like, yeah, I got a bat. And you're going to find out. Oh, wait. Look, does violence seriously solve anything? <laughs> Bats are meant for sports. Maybe we donate this to a community center and <laughs> let the one guy who what's the one guy on the the Toronto Blue Jays who flips his bat? Batista. Batista. Yeah. Right here come the bat flipper. <laughs> That's the record I pitched. Nobody took me up on that. That's weird. That song, Hot Stepper. Remember that song? Oh, yeah. Here come the hot stepper, Batista. And you do, here come the bat flipper. He's flipping the bat now. It's uh, another grand slam now. Young Street is horrible. It's, no, it's, it's always been horrible. Uh, the last time I remember actually being on Young Street was a bachelor party for a friend of mine. And um, the group kind of split into two. One half wanted to go into the Adult Satisfaction Club. And, uh, the, the rest of us, <laughs> the rest of us just kind of, uh-huh. we, we were around the corner. We had like a coffee somewhere and then we were going to meet okay. them after. Sure. So they went in, we went down the street. Uh, we came back, we looked in the club, they weren't there. We stepped outside the club, we looked down the street and there was like a shattered tiara, <laughs> a rose mm-hmm. and blood. Oh my like, God. That was it. That was the scene. It was like a shattered tiara. A, a single a rose. A single rose in the gutter. Yeah, and blood. And blood. It's yeah. a little on the nose. I know, that's the thing. Is it, Yeah, it's wow. like if you're coming across something in a video game, yeah. and you're like, oh, there's a sign that something's happened here. That is. And we, we finally yeah. tracked our friends down. It was just like, yeah. They just like 
one was kicked out and then somebody in the street decided to just like start something and one of my friends was like a boxer and he stepped up and then he got sucker punched and it was like Young Street and that was it. Because Young Street, it's, but for people who don't know, it's spelled Y O N G E. Yeah, they might think they might go looking for this cool street, looking for mm. Y O U N G. Yeah. Looking for bad fights, right? Yeah. Looking for bad fights and broken tiaras. Yeah. I remember though, there was a nice comic book. It wasn't that nice at comic book store. <laughs> wasn't that good? I just liked it because the dollar was strong at that point. Mm-hmm. I went in there throwing my dirty American money around. Yep. Then the dollar was weak. Now it's strong again. Actually, the dollar is not strong. The Canadian dollar is what's weak, right? Is that how it works? Um, I don't know. I think Canadian dollar is pretty. I don't. Yeah, I, I never quite figure it out. All I know is I get paid in American, and it's good for me right okay. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That Howard the Duck money. Yeah, all that Howard the Duck money. Best show. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Aaron from Cleveland. Aaron, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm glad to hear you're okay. I was really, like, kind of choked up when I heard that you got in an accident. I know, right? Yeah. I made it, though. Good. I'm glad. I've been in some pretty, like, bad car accidents before as well, so I know how it is, and I hope you're doing well and stuff and that you weren't in shock for too long or anything like that. I'm still in shock. I'm still in it. Still? I gotta drive home tonight. I gotta go past where this happened already. Spooking I'm me sorry. out. Sorry, I know that's hard. And I'm saying this. I got into me. an accident once where I took, I ran my car into a tree mm-hmm. and like kind of wrapped it, and uh, it was like down the street from where I lived at the time, and I had to drive past it like every day on the way to work. So, but you listen. To I me. know how that feels. I need to just send a message out mm-hmm. to the deer. If you're out there, to the deer. <laughs> I'm serious. This is not messing around now. If I if I driving by tonight and I see you in the road, I'm pulling over and I'm gonna punch you right in the snout. I'm gonna punch you right in the snout. What do you think about that? Look at I think that's fine. Yeah, I think it's I'm probably just right, right at the point. I'm talking I'm talking to the deer. Oh. You're gonna sorry. get punched right in the snout. You know what I mean? might even do? I might even roll up a magazine and wrap you in the snout. That's what I'm going to do. If I see you, deer who totaled my car and almost sent me to the hospital or God knows what, I'm telling you right now, if I catch you out there, I'm pulling over, I'm rolling up an issue of Mojo Magazine. <laughs> I'm getting out of Why my car. Why do you have mojo in your car, Tom? Look, I gotta have something to read when I'm at the pizza parlor. You don't keep a you don't keep a reading magazine in your car, Aaron. I, I mostly just read stuff online, I guess. If I'm like at a restaurant, your, you, you gotta prop your phone up at an angle. You gotta lean it against the glass you're trying to drink out of, and then you set it flat, and the screen flips sideways, and now you can't even. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, hey Mike, when you go to the pizza place, what do you do, do reading wise? You don't read anything. <laughs> Not even a comic book. Yeah, why don't you go in and read a comic book? Chip, please. 
like a real man of the people, right? You don't want to. You don't ever go in with a book or anything. He just savors the flavor. He just savors the flavor oh, of the pizza. <laughs> he just savors the flavor. Thank you, Aaron. That was a nice. That was a nice touch there. I appreciate. You're that. welcome. I'm never eating pizza again. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for your email that you sent me, by the way, and what you said, like, at the beginning of the the first special of No Dude Vember, and, like, I guess being welcoming to, like, trans and non-binary people calling in, because that really means a lot, well, because you mean a lot to a lot of us. Well, that's, that, look, it's very nice it's really to say to that it's not, that there's no purpose to do anything other than to just for people to call up and be able to just talk about whatever they want to talk about, and you don't have to call up and talk about that about how you're how you identify or anything you should be able to call up and talk about whatever you want just like everybody else does i know right yeah because that gets to be isn't isn't it a drag after a while to always have to do do, do, talk about just your 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 identity or that you can't just talk about just anything without it tying back to a thing and have it just be without it being just completely carefree and just talking about yeah. something that doesn't have to be uh, doesn't have to be so you, so all encompassing. You don't have another three hours on your show for me to go off to go identity the, okay. politics. Well, so. you can just you can just you said yes, and that's that kind of yeah yeah. Well, I'm glad you um, feel that way. It's 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 something. It's just that's what the show should just be a nice place where people can have a nice time, and everybody knows we're on the right side of the street. That's and it definitely mean. means a lot, and a lot of people, I think, really cherish it and stuff. So thank you again. Well, you're, I'm you're, sorry you're I'm so hurt. choked up. Don't worry. I, I watched. I, I just watched that movie Pride. Have you seen that about the the lesbian and gay solidarity group that like assisted the miners' strike in the '80s? No. Oh, it's great. You should you should watch that. Make okay. a point. It's you'd love the soundtrack. Uh, there's it's Jimmy Somerville did parts of it and Bronski Beat and uh, Dead or Alive. It's all, right. all really great. I'm going to watch but it. You. That and a bunch of union songs. This, so. this is what I'm going to say. Look, I might not watch it right away. It feels a little heavy right now. It's very heavy. I don't know yeah. if I want to exactly watch that as the next thing I see. I think I might want to go watch something a little more fun right now. But I will I will check out Pride. Nice. Thank you. You, you have a great night, Aaron. I appreciate you checking in. Hey, thanks. You too. Have a great night. You too. Bye. You know what? No Dude Vember is all about being able to call in and say, savor the flavor. Yes. <laughs> regardless yes. of regardless. anything, yeah. any other thing about Exa- you. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Let's, uh, let me, uh. Best show. Hey, Tom. Hey, glad you're doing okay. Oh, thank you. Who's this? Pardon me? Who is this? Oh, this is Bobby. Bobby from the band Tables. Bobby from the band Tables. Yes. Okay. Um, All right. Well, you know, we're doing a thing where for the month it's kind of, you know, no, no dudes calling up. So I don't know how you got through. Oh, that kid Mike put me through. Oh, okay. He said you were a fan of tables. Yeah, well, I, I do I know you guys? 
trying to think. Tables. In it to win it? Yeah, yes. Kind of not a whole lot, like a lot of intricate playing that's not actually intricate. Sounds like it is, though, right? It sounds like it is, and it kind of masks that you don't have songs. Well, it's more like parts. It's parts and feeling, like a lot of tone, right? Yeah, some reviews have said that it's like vague ideas that just go on for ten minutes. Half the band can play? That's pushing it. That's pushing it. Okay. So what's going on, Bobby? You know, we're actually recording the follow-up to uh, to win it right now. I'm actually in London. We're doing it at Abbey Road. You're recording at Abbey Road. I am, yeah. It's pretty cool. Huh. Yeah. A lot of history here. At Abbey you know, Road, I'm actually yeah. wearing the uh, the parka that Noel Gallagher wore when they recorded It's Getting Better, Man. The parka? Yeah. When uh, I got it all right now. There's actually a, a, a petrified Jaffa cake in, in, in the pocket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's you funny know, with Noel Gallagher. Oasis left like 20 parkas here. Really? Yeah, they have them all laying in, in a corner. They call it Parka Mountain. And it's, and it's not that cold here. It's not, but Oasis left behind enough parkas for 20 people. Yeah, so, I, I can wear a new one every day. When, when you wear that parka, does it make you feel like you're in Oasis a little bit? It does. It makes me feel incredibly arrogant and also incredibly stationary. Mm -hmm. Like, you, yeah. do you pull your hands behind your back? I do, yes, and I sing upwards. <laughs> like, you lock your hands behind your back. I do, yes. And you are immobile. Yes. And does it make you feel like you're doing, like, if you took, like, a, a nursery rhyme and added, like, Beatles guitar to it? Well, I would call it a sub-nursery rhyme, actually. So, you take, like, a poorly written nursery rhyme yeah, and yeah. add, like, Beatles guitar arpeggios to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's weird. It's like these targets, they have this force. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. They just, they bring that out in people. It's funny they because... Do. It's, they you do. Said, you said you it's know who's Noel's, recording down the hall? Who's that? Elvis Costello. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good guy. We've been talking a lot. I've been really grilling him on uh, my favorite album of his is Trust. Kind of a passed over record. I think it was 1981. Yes, yes. A lot of good stuff on that. And, you know, and, uh, so we talked about that. And um, we did have a little bit of a little bit of a argument yesterday, though. Okay. Well, over what? Well, you know, so I was asking him what it was like to sing with George Jones. You know, back in, I think, 82, he he did this duets thing, and he had all these people duet with him, and he he got Elvis Costello to do it. And Elvis goes, you know, it was great, but I, I, I had the mumps, so, it, you know, it was, it was kind of weird. You know, and so we got to talking about George Jones, but I love a lot of that country stuff, you know, and I said, so my favorite George Jones song is um, he stopped loving her today because you know the the, the ending of it is so is so weird, mm -hmm. you know where the and Costello goes oh yeah I mean the, the ending where you realize that the whole time George Jones has been singing about this friend of his and the friend has been is dead now. Mm. That's when he stopped loving this woman the day he died. That's why he 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 looks so happy finally. 
you know. And I go, no, I mean, at the very end of the song, when George Jones gets in, in the coffin with the guy, and then he shuts the lid, and then you hear that weird moaning for the four minutes of the outro. Uh huh. And Costello goes like, "What are you talking about?" Like he 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 said it doesn't end like that, and I said, "Yes, it does." And we got in a screaming match about it. So you guys were really because because are there different versions of the song that maybe he has a, a, a like a an edited version and you have the full length one? I don't know. I don't know. I've only heard that one version. That's the only one you've heard is the one that has an additional four minutes of the the singer getting into a coffin, yeah, and joining his deceased friend or or yeah, it's off this compilation I got um, back in the nineties called uh, Greatest Country Horror Sleaze Songs. Mm-hmm. You know, Greatest Country Horror Sleaze Songs. Yeah, look it up. Okay. I, well, I will later. Um, okay, that's fine. Uh, but anyway, we worked it out. We're cool now. Good, good. I'm yeah, glad you but, and Elvis um, Costello are cool again. We are, yeah. But you know, it's super late here. and uh, But I was listening to the show, and you know, I was thinking about all the craziness going back on, you know, back in the States, and just feeling really depressed about the, the, the turn things have, have taken at home, you know, with sheer madness. And... Um, I don't know what to say about it, but I don't want to get too political here, you know. And and we're you know we're just really down. The whole band's down here, but um, you know what will make me happy? What's that? Well, you're so good with those impressions that you do. Oh, oh, I, I love it. About that, the Joe Namath one. What you could do the phone book as Joe Namath, and I, I'd be on the floor laughing. Really. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd love to hear you do one, do one for me now. Could you please? I'll try. I'll, I'll try. Please. I don't know. Well, what would you want to hear? Let me think. Um, oh well, you know, we were just talking about Elvis Costello. What about what about Elvis Costello talking about the 1994 New York Knicks? Huh. The Elvis Costello talking about yeah. the 1994 New York Knicks. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think how Elvis Costello talks. He's like, it would be just like, let me think. The New York Knicks. Patrick Ewing. John Starks. Anthony Mason. And the Oakman. Charles Oakley. Were they good? They were the best. This is the best. Hey, Tom. (laughs) Yeah? We've been doing guitar overdubs all day. I haven't had a chance to play at all today. I'd love to kind of just, like, jam along with you. Is that okay? Uh, Sure. Okay. Yeah, keep going. Okay, keep going. Okay. As the New York Knicks made their run into the playoffs, it really seemed like... They would repeat the glory days of 1973. Derek Harper was added mid-season as point guard when Doc Rivers went down with a season-ending injury. And I remember seeing a game when a fan was saying, 
What the... You Knicks think you're gonna win this now? Patrick Ewing is like... Seven. Oh no. What? Oh no, Elvis must have been listening to the best show. Yeah. Oh. His ears yeah. and eyes are everywhere, I swear. He knows exactly what's going on at all times. Yeah. Oh no. He's walking into the studio. He's got those new Google laser shades. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know what those are. He, he's engaged the lasers. He's staring right at me. Oh. Elvis, no! Bobby? Bobby! No! Oh, no. Bobby, are you there? Oh, okay. Sounds like he shifted settings on them. I hope that Parker can protect you. Bobby? Oh, oh good. I'm, I'm okay. Nothing happened. Oh, that's good. Do you think the Parka did it? Uh, Maybe the Google laser shades sure don't work, do they? Well, well. Bobby? Oh, okay. There he goes. How about that? Destroyer! Square, Canadian, so far we did one person on the list, right? Dan Behar. What was the list again? Greatest Canadians ever. We got uh, uh, Chip Zdarsky here. We got Emma from Toronto here. <coughs> A couple quick all-time greatest Canadians. Who would you say off the top of either of your heads? Oh, God. You go first. I've got the... I've... I think I've yeah. got your number one. I've got your number one in my head. Who's that? What Mar- is it? Martin Short. Martin Short's way, it would be way yeah. up there. Yeah, 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 Martin Short. There's like nothing you can find wrong about him. Like him and no. Michael J. Fox, mm-hmm. there's nothing he's done wrong, mm-hmm. which kind of keeps him on the list. Sure. But Martin Short is obviously, you know, funnier, more talented, yes. and has also done nothing wrong. I think my list might end up being a lot of SCTV people. Yeah, that's the danger. <laughs> yeah. And, like, how many spots do you give to the Bare Naked Ladies? Do you just give one? Like if that's Stephen honestly Page what I've been thinking about. It's like, is Who's it everybody? Mm-hmm. Or are we just going to, is it just Stephen Page and the the guy who plays the bass? <laughs> the other guy, he's the one. Who's the other guy? Nobody likes the other guy. The right? bass guy? Tyler? What? No, there's Tyler. no one in the Bare Naked Ladies named Tyler. <laughs> the one who's, like... Who's the other guy who's not Stephen Page? Ed, Ed something? Yeah. He used to live down the street from me. 
Because it's Canada. <laughs> yeah, wait. It's like everyone. Hey, Chip lives down the street from you. Ed from Bare Naked Ladies lives down the street from you. Yeah. Like, what are you into? The monkey's house? Exa- that's exactly what it's, it's like, like. Yeah. Yeah, like four doors down, a guy from like Do Make Say Think lives there. It's like, <laughs> it's just, it's just Toronto. So you have, so you would say Martin Short. Who would you yeah. say? Who, who would make your list? I was. I know who you want to put on the list. Who do I want to put on the your list? Your hero, uh, the mopey tuna fish man, <laughs> right? Drake, your hero. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna ask you about this. I was gonna ask I you. I wanted to mangle okay. a tuna fish on it, but I, I thought you were joking. Why would I joke about? Yeah, I'm gonna joke about it. And this now guy is like mopey tuna fish man. That's that's what he is. He can't. Yeah, but he can't help it. But here's okay. Here's the thing. He's never like he's never pretended to be anything else. He's not like he's not trying to be someone who isn't like a mopey tuna fish guy. I yeah. don't think. But he's also acting like a he's he's acting like he's a, he's a tough guy. Like he's putting oh yeah no, people he's in their a, place because he's got his friends around. Yeah, him. he's like a dumb jock. Yeah, who like can't cut it. He's like a bully now. Yeah, it's it's hard. Look, it's honestly it's hard to defend him at this point. Yes, it was really it was easy to defend him when he was like so clearly just like a like a gormless like doofus. Yeah, but now that he's trying to be a gormless doofus. (laughs) Yeah. So what? Number number two, number three on the list. (laughs) you would put Drake on for the top twenty all time Canadians. I would put him on the list. I would put him on my list. I don't know if put him on. It's your list. Thank you. Drake, you're putting him twenty though. That's at the right. bottom. Starting at the bottom. Yeah, there hey, it is. There he you goes. Go. You're you're playing right into his hands. Martin Short, two. He's number two. Yeah. What, about, Behar, what about seven. the Littlest Hobo? Where does the Littlest Hobo go? Who's that list? now? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's it was the, a show that ran in Canada about a crime-solving dog. He went to a different town. Yeah. Littlest Hobo. The dog's name was The Littlest Hobo? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was a, it was a German shepherd, and so, like, uh-huh. a typical episode would be, would oh. have him, like, break into a trailer pick up they train him to pick up like a a beta tape put it into a machine and hit play and oh everybody my, would see on. i'm looking have you right never now. seen the littlest hobo no, tom I oh the theme song's so good oh my god um my uh my Wait. stepdad was in an episode of the littlest hobo i think really? <laughs> yeah wow that's him yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's driving a, a car yeah yeah does he would drive, drive his car from town to town he doesn't drive does no. he no, he's no, just behind the wheel of a car. They probably uh, there's probably an episode where he did like press the gas mm-hmm. or something. I have like the Spanish version of the theme song. <laughs> there's a this voice such a good song. That keeps on calling me. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. You sing it, sing it. Along the beat. This is how did I not know about not the know littlest about? I hobo? I don't know. London. Man. Yeah. 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 Extremely good dog. It's a nice name for a dog, too. Yeah. London's a pretty good name it's for a, a dog. Name. It's a very good boy. Yeah. Very good boy. London. Very smart boy. The littlest hobo. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. How do I not know? Okay. So he makes, he's number, he might be number, Martin Short just went to three. <laughs> the littlest hobo is two now. Amazing. Damien. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Is, is uh, six. Sixth greatest Canadian of all time. Who else? Um... Uh, can I tell you something? I was looking up before yeah, I came you here can because tell me something. <laughs> imagine if you were like no, and I just had to get <laughs> yeah, up and leave. Like, yeah. Um, 
I was looking up before I came here because I was nervous mm -hmm. that I wouldn't be able to think about uh, anyone. Mm -hmm. And I so I looked up, uh, do you know what a Heritage Minute is? Mm -hmm. A Canadian Heritage Minute? They don't. They are these like PSAs that used to air yeah. on TV mm -hmm. that are like the most charming things that you've ever seen in your life. They're these little minutes about like things that happened in Canadian history. And so okay. I was looking for like like people from Canada that I might be forgetting about mm -hmm. um, who yeah. did like important things. But the problem is that none of them like are none of them belong on like this list for this show. Okay. But now it's all I can think of. Like now all I can think of is like the guy who invented penicillin or like oh, let's put him on <laughs> or the basketball guy. The But I need these baskets who, back guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Canadian. The guy who invented basketball. Yeah. James Naismith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sure, the that's the best him. heritage minute. James Naismith makes the list. Put him at nine. Laura Secord. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, who's Laura Secord? She uh. She, she went across a field. Yeah, she traveled like twenty four kilometers to warn the uh, warn the British about the Americans invading. Nineteen. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, they started like a, a chocolate company based on her. She's above Drake. She's above Drake. That's fair. I'll take it. Who would be number one though? Who's number one? Joe Flaherty? <laughs> yeah, there's also the problem with all the kids in the hall. Yeah, well, they I have was to wondering kind of, how we were going to handle that. Yeah, You have to just pick one. Yeah. Do you? Or can you can you yeah. have them as like a collective? No, you can't. It's, it's not a... You can't have it like branch I, no. out. Pick who, re who would you want to represent Canada from that group? Bruce McCullough. You'd want Bruce McCullough. Yeah. Is that, well, what do you think about that, Emma? I would go with that. All yeah. right, Bruce McCullough. Because he did the that. weirdest, kind of most original stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Bruce McCullough. Uh, Tommy eight. Douglas. Eight. Yeah, sure. Who's Tommy Douglas? He's the guy that uh, started uh, Universal Healthcare in Canada. Put him at... Uh, He's also Kiefer Sutherland's grandfather. Ten. I did not know that. Kiefer Sutherland's grandfather. Everyone's related. Yeah. It really is like the monkey's house. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Carl Newman, where's he going this list? Mm-hmm. Or is he not? Because he he's in the U.S. now. Do you consider him like a, a traitor? Like a horrible traitor. Like do you consider it's like no. a slap in the face? No, because like Martin Short lives yeah. in mm -hmm. L.A. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Well, somebody said Joe Flaherty's not Canadian. No. Well, we need to put uh, uh, Andrea Martin on the list. She's also not Canadian. Was she from like New York State or something? She was born in Maine, I think, somewhere. Okay, then yeah. and Catherine O'Hara. Yes. Yes. Okay, where's she go? Canadian. Really high. Yeah, close to the top. Yeah. Four. Catherine. I sold her a, a ceiling fan at Canadian Tire. Nice. Yeah. Did you work at Canadian Tire? Yeah, yeah, five years. Did you wear the vest? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Tom, do you know what good. Canadian Tire is? Sorry, this is a real Hold Canadian on. show. <laughs> Wait, that was maybe maybe when I, when I wanted to see, when I wanted... That earlier, the woman earlier to say yeah. something secret about yeah, yeah. Canada. Yeah. I think you just guys just did it right now. Oh my god, you worked at Canadian Tire. Oh yeah, like four years. Did you wear the vest? Yeah, yeah. 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 It was like that yeah. might have been. There might be just like oh, there's like a runway now, and planes are like taking off. Yeah. Uh, so. Canadian Tire is like a hardware chain in uh -huh. which they created money. They have their own money just for that store. So they're like. It sucks. Whenever, yeah, money. whenever you would buy something at the cash register, there'd be a second cash register filled with Canadian Tire money, like in denominations like five oh. cents up to a dollar, <laughs> and you would get like, what was it okay. like five percent? Oh yeah, it's like nothing. Five percent like of a... your purchase would come back to you in the form of these dollar bills, 
which but they're had, all like, like point one cents. They're like five cents. <laughs> so in Canada, and they're discre- They're saying we're not giving you all of your change back. No, no, they give you your change back, but on top of that, oh, they, they throw you an additional. You yeah. Oh, their, well, that sounds like currency. a pretty sweet deal. So you'd be tricked into thinking you're rich because you yeah. have like a stack of Canadian Tire money and be worth like five bucks. Hey, Mike. What do I think of this? Masses bucks. Right? <laughs> right? You give people their change back, but then you also throw them masses bucks. Yeah. That's a great That's idea. Who do you, who, out there, any of you guys, who are great Canadians you can think of? Yeah, Neil Young, of course. Neil yeah. Young. Was he born in Canada? Neil Young? Yeah. He's I from, uh, think. where is he from? Winnipeg. Mike says Winnipeg. He lived on Young Street when he was a, a little boy. I just, no, I just, I just thought of one that I can't believe I forgot. Oh. Gord Downey. Gord that's Downey? that's an important one of yeah. the day. I feel. So Littlest Hobo, I think, is number one. Right? Yes. We can yeah, agree I that think he, that makes sense. True. That makes Neil Young. I'm putting him number two. Does it feel Martin like, Short three? Does it feel weird to put Leonard Cohen in there just yet? No, he's yeah. got to go on yeah. the list. Right. Leonard Cohen. Let's see. Uh, Twelve. Um, ben Shannon. Who's that? Oh, uh, he's just a he's just a guy I know, but he's like he's a really good guy. He's like a good father, good husband. He's helped me move like five times. I'm not putting a guy who helped you move <laughs> on the list. Well, like there's there's nothing about them being celebrities. Nardwar. Nardwar, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're idiots. Why would we not think of Nardwar yeah. first? Nardwar, so we're at, let me do this list right. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Five years is such a long time to work at Canadian Tire. Oh, I, I learned so much, though. <laughs> yeah, Sloan. Oh, but we can't put a whole group on, Dudio. So pick someone from Sloan. Who are you going to pick? Chris Murphy? Oh, that's even harder <laughs> to pick one person. I'll pick Chris Murphy because he plays two instruments. <laughs> and he, he's, I like his glasses too. Yeah. His, his his glasses game is uh, is uh, tight. Yeah. Um, like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Dressup. One, two, three. Oh yeah. Four, five, six, yeah. Mr. Dressup. Carl, I got to put Carl Newman on this yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was already on there. He's eighteen. Sorry, Carl. Dan Behar's seven. You're eighteen. Um. One, two, three, four, five. For how many spots do we have left? Well, there's five more spots for the all-time greatest Canadians. Right. Okay. Somebody's saying Todd McFarlane. <laughs> I'm going to overrule that one. Uh, Mr. Dressup. Yes. Who's Mr. Dressup now? He was, like, he was like our Mr. Rogers. He's so okay. great. He had a, a thing called a tickle trunk, which is a trunk filled with like fun outfits that this man would put on. A tickle trunk. Yeah. You sure about that? Don't make yeah. it weird. It's a delightful part of childhood. Okay. Well, Nathan Fielder has to go. Oh, on. oh of yes, course. Yes. yes. Goodness Too me. Too many dudes on this list. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Let's Tricky. lose. Uh, you a Joni Mitchell guy? Let's put Joni Mitchell on. For for the for the, the literary set, you could put uh, Margaret Atwood. Mm-hmm. Her mechanical hand. Yeah. The, her weird oh, yeah, hand yeah. that lives in the did glass ever, box at the this? library. Margaret Atwood's, it was like the long pen. No. It was so she could be at home and sign. 
Like sign and then there was like a robot arm in a bookstore somewhere doing the personalization. Wow. The creepiest thing is that they, they I don't know if they still do it, but for a time, they kept it in like a glass box at the reference library. They kept like a oh prototype God. of it or something. And I would go there to work. And then I would I would sometimes be sitting somewhere and I would look up and I would just find myself like staring at Margaret Atwood's creepy robot hand. Yeah. I had this thing where I was in a coffee shop in Toronto and she was there talking to the guy that like owned that long hand or whatever. And oh. they were talking about the technology. Mm-hmm. And uh, after they were done, I, I, I said hello to her and said, oh, I overheard your conversation. You know, I'm an artist. I'm kind of interested in that stuff because I use like, you know, drawing tablets and stuff. And we had this like long conversation about it. She asked me what I did. I said I was a cartoonist at a newspaper. But at no point did I acknowledge that I knew who she was. <laughs> but it had gone on so long that I couldn't do that. So I'm mm-hmm. sitting at my table looking up at Margaret Atwood. And she's just like p- politely just like standing there mm-hmm. waiting for me to either dismiss her or yeah. acknowledge who yeah. she is yeah. or ask her who she yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I can't do that either. Yeah. So I just kind of went... All right, well, I'm going to uh, get back to my uh, my bagel. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, oh, bye. You sent her away. <laughs> yeah, I you sent just her away. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, That's 11, delightful. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, nice. 17, 18. Two spots to, to go. I'm not putting Ryan Reynolds on this list. Who said that you should? People are saying Ryan Reynolds, Alan Thick. Ryan Gosling. If you're going to put a Ryan on, yeah. that's an actor. I'm not putting Ryan Gosling on. He's, he's not all time. Great. He's great, but he's not. He's I don't know fine. if he's all time. And we're talking all time. We're talking all time. You, you want got Drake re- on there? You got Drake, Drake on there? Drake is 20. Yeah. Excuse you. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I think yeah, Ryan Gosling. Drake is on there. What about the guy who invented all dress chips? <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't, no, um, I'm not putting that on. Those things make me sick now. I ate too many of them. First of all, they're dangerous. so fattening. They're so yeah, yeah. grossly. Yeah, they're not good for you. <laughs> no, they're, yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> it's all the dressed. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. Who's friendly giant? Um, that's uh, it's kind of like the counterpart to Mr. Dress Up. Yeah, there's only. I would say if one. you have Mr. Dress Up, you don't need the yeah, friendly. I'm giant. putting Norm Macdonald on the list. Yeah. Not putting uh, Evan Wilson is not going on the list. The guy from uh, uh, the radio show, he's not going on. No to Mike Myers, Gordon Lightfoot. Boo. No. Not putting Gordon Lightfoot on. Anyone, Mike? Mike went home. <laughs> Feist? No. Celine Dion? Phil Hartman. Oh, of course, Celine Dion. Oh, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Yeah, 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 of course. Phil Hartman. Let's go with Phil Hartman. And then Celine Dion, the final one. Are you going to give this final spot? <laughs> this is what I'm going to ask you, Emma. I don't like that I've suddenly been put in this position. Who would you put on the list? Would you put Feist? Yeah. Celine Dion. Uh-huh. Or Or Chip Zdarsky. <gasps> or oh Or John Candy. Is he on there? Uh no he's not. No. Toronto sex dwarf Alex. Uh, <laughs> he goes on a different list. <laughs> the list of sex dwarves. Exactly. <laughs> he's at least top ten sex dwarves. He's, he's like I would say he's like top eleven. Top eleven of sex. He's not even. <laughs> he's not even the top. He's not even the top sex dwarf in Toronto. And a list of top Canadians. You, the top Canadian sex dwarves. You take a stroll down Young Street. You, see, you realize. 
Yeah. You see the stiff competition that's out oh, there. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess so. He's John Wick. Yeah, that's true. This <laughs> that's, is true. Look, you can't John argue with that. Yeah. Can't fight City Hall. I can't wait for John Wick 2. Oh, imagine if Lilith's Hobo was in John Wick 2. Oh. That was his new dog. What if that's the dog he gets? Like, Crime what if, solving? Because what if that dog <laughs> he gets Wick from... John Wick versus the Lilith's Hobo. Yeah. The dog he gets from the... What if they go to rescue the Lilith's Hobo? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And then the Lilith's Hobo... What's a plot <laughs> of an episode of the Littlest Hobo? Which now... <laughs> it's going to be show. your new favorite show. It's going to be my new favorite show. A yeah. list of a dog... It's a dog running around. Yeah, he goes town to di- town, different adventures yeah. like the Hulk yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, or like Bruce a, Banner. Yeah, the yeah Hulk didn't exactly, exactly the same. Yeah. Can I can I give a quick shout out to my friend Sarah, who I think planted the idea of the littlest hobo being the greatest Canadian in my head, and who also has like an amazing tattoo of the dog with the lyrics to the theme song, like all down her shoulder. Really? <laughs> yeah, she's the coolest person ever. She has the littlest hobo tattoo. She certainly does. It's wonderful. <laughs> is there a picture of it online? There anymore? might be. I can ask her. I bet that she is listening right now, and I yeah. bet that she will text. She will text me one. This picture of the littlest hobo. Sarah, no, Sarah putting, if you're listening, Tom text Green me a photo is not going tattoo. on the list. Absolutely not. Tom Green. He's all right. No thanks. <laughs> he's he's fine, but it, yeah, this yeah. is the top. There's a list. This this Tom Green. There's no room for him on a list with Mister Dress Up and. <laughs> <laughs> And and uh, Laura Secord. <laughs> oh, I forgot Seacord. that. I forgot <clears throat> that Laura Secord was on the list. Yeah. No, no. no, David Cronenberg's not going on the list. Weird. I, I did the Laura Secord walk, like as did a you really? as a job for the paper I worked for. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, where I just like walked all day in the sun with my friends, and all I ate were chocolates. How, how was so that? Sick. How did you feel at the end of that? Oh, horrible! My friend got Lyme disease. What? From chocolate? No, no. Cause you we sure, he was eating chocolate. We ended up walking through swamp at some point. And I also I bought a little <laughs> bonnet. I was wearing a bonnet the whole time. Of course, yeah, it would be authentic. Good. Yeah. If someone was saying, and they're in the U.S., and they're just like, "I'm moving to Canada." Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What are the pros and cons? Uh, I would say to not move to Canada. Like, if you're trying mm. to escape mm-hmm. what's happening here, yeah. you want yeah. to move to Canada? Because Canada's... going to be sorely disappointed. It's got its own problems. It's got well, its own problems. They're yeah. not the same, but they're problems. Though. Like, I, like, I don't know why people always say Canada and they don't say Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Mexico would be the smarter place to move to. Cause where Now, where does a, a Canadian who wants to get away, where do they say they're going to go? Antarctica? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we just we just got through ten years of a conservative government, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that's right. Yeah, yeah, there 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 wasn't the same like let's move to the states kind of feeling. Yeah, you stuck in and you fixed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think kinda. I think it's I think it's fair to say that you know, um, while most people should probably stick it out in America and kind mm-hmm. of fight the good fight, you know, people that are at more at risk can maybe uh, come on up to Canada. Sure. Yeah. Where where should they go? Thunder Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. That is the that is okay. the quickest. Where should they go? Toronto. I would suggest anyone leaving America to come to Canada. Mm-hmm. Like you just you have to travel from town to town solving crimes. Yeah, that's the only like, way. That's to do the it. only way. On to four do legs. It. Yeah. yeah. You just walk. 
Yeah. yeah. Four legs. So what would the littlest hobo, give me an example of an episode of the littlest hobo, what he would do, or she. The littlest hobo is a boy or a girl dog? It's a boy dog, I think. Okay. There's probably like 10 dogs, really, yeah. over the course of a series. So the littlest hobo would show up and... Like, they're, I'm blanking on a like a full plot okay. of the little. They're very, they're not like exciting. No, but he would like bust up like smugglers or drug yeah. runners, things like that. Like, there would always like, be like a town, crimes. town where there was like, yeah, some sort of drama happening between people, and then this dog shows up. Can I just ask them? <laughs> I don't know why this isn't making sense to how, you. How does a dog know what a smuggler is? Well, that's that's the that's the best part of the show, like the fact that there's so, a dog. So <laughs> he's a dog. Like I'm not lying. Like what I said earlier, like there's a video you could probably see it on YouTube. Uh-huh. Like a part of an episode where he goes into a trailer, picks up a videotape, puts it in a machine, and presses play <laughs> to expose somebody, and then he leaves town just like the Hulk. So, the, but the idea he could just as easily be helping the bad guys. But he's like a yeah. good dog. But he's a he's, good boy, Tom. He's a good look, boy. He's a good dog, but he's a dog. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know what art forgery is. Oh, yeah. That, right? That art forger Roar. had a nice treat on yeah. him. Yeah. He barks at the thing and it's like, what's that boy? And they pull the thing and they realize the fake paintings behind. Uh-huh. I think you just found the only hole... Yeah. And this Littlest Hobo show. It's crazy that no one thought of this before. Littlest Hobo videotape I just typed in. Yeah. This is going to be a thing I'm not going to stop watching. I can already see. (laughs) This is going to be a problem for my life now. This is delightful. Season four, episode 11. I can already know. (laughs) I can already see myself. Season four, episode 11, Day for Fright. The littlest hobo. Is that a is that a is that a Season tragically six. hip reference? <laughs> How long did this show run for? Oh. Is it still going? It's no. not still going until you pitch a reboot somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Would you? Do you think that would fly in today's climate? A littlest hobo reboot. I think if you did like a like a like a reboot that was sort of like like gritty but had a lot of heart. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like it's a little edgier maybe than the original, but it also has like it has it mm-hmm. has real emotional was, resonance. Was Hammy Hamster here or was Hammy Hamster just Canadian? I think I'll field that one. No, that was not. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Hammy Hamster. Um, I had a real I was searching in my mind for the answer. To that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, similar to using the, the live dog for a show. It was a, mm-hmm. a show in which they built tiny sets for hamsters. And the hamsters just kind of like wandered around and they made storylines based on the wandering sure. of the hamsters. Of course. Yeah. So it was like a hamster town. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. by a water. It was like a mm-hmm. beautiful mill. Yeah. 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 There it was, was really soothing. I, I remember a lot of like small animal based. Like I feel like there was one with mice also, but they might have been puppets. Yeah. That might have been. And that might also have been like my childhood more. Than Wait, that. hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just get this clear. <laughs> You're not sure if. The it's show like, with mice were puppets or not? You uh, you aren't sure what a mouse ver- looks like versus a mouse puppet it's basically looks exactly like? the same. Childhood's like, a magical time. It's like when yeah. kids go to Disney World and they don't yeah. understand that Mickey Mouse is not a you know 
I, w- I wasn't okay. a smart yeah, child. No, I understand. So. Well, I'm going to say this, though. Here, here's a good rule of thumb for you. Yeah. If they if they have feet, yeah, it's not a puppet. If it ends with a hand or strings coming from over the top of it, it's a puppet. <laughs> you can just use that to get you through. You know what? I like. I don't know where this advice has been all my life. It's a puppet, but clearly or a mouse. I'm not sure. Oh. The, okay. The Emma. other the other thing I don't know if it made it south was a uh, hilarious house of Frankenstein. Oh, nope. can nope. I can I tell you can I, I tell you something about this hilarious I, oh, yeah. house of Frankenstein? I don't I don't know <laughs> yeah. if I'm like allowed to reveal this information, but I knew somebody who was like for a very long time, someone like very close to me was like desperately trying to like shop around like a reboot of the hilarious house of, of, of Frankenstein. Stacy Case? No? No. Okay. No. Um, yeah, so Hilarious House of Frankenstein was basically, it was live action. It was terrifying. It was like one guy um, mm-hmm. who would dress up as all these characters, like a kind of a creepy Dracula and like a wolfman. <laughs> and uh, they hired Vincent Price mm-hmm. to do the opening. So it was just like Vincent Price like doing his uh, shtick, scaring you. And I guess they, they hired him once and he came in yeah. and like just read for a day and they used that for the entirety Forever. of the series. Mm-hmm. So like this big American actor came up to Canada to record the beginning of a children's terror show. There's also a great. very good YouTube hole to like fall down if yeah, you yeah. ever. Well, this is, this is what I would like to do to end the show. First of all, it's called Book Mice, people are saying. Book Mice! Yes! Thank you. Are they puppets? Are they, are they, and they were puppets. People are saying they were puppets. Thank you. This is what, this is what I'm going to do first of all. I'm going to do this. I'm going to look. First of all, I want to look at book mice. Yes, please. To see look how, how far away these things are. Oh, Emma, you thought. How could you for a Stop. second in Stop your it. mind. I'm just going to show you one picture. Yes, please. Of a book mice. Oh. And then I want you to say, I'm not sure if they were real mice or puppets. <laughs> You ready for this? I'm so I'm not ready at all. <laughs> this this mouse is wearing overalls. It's like a fraggle rock. He has, it doesn't he, look like a mouse no. at all. He's not sitting even a up bit. straight. <laughs> He's wearing clothes. He has like he doesn't even have like a mouse color like skin no, to him. No, he's <laughs> he's got a full head of hair. He's, he's got a little. He's, yeah. a, he's a small person with a w- he's little. He's got tail. the word puppet on his forehead. <laughs> and and in your mind, you're saying, "I'm like, I just don't oh, remember." I just, who's to say whether or not you know what it was? <laughs> I think. Who's to say? Who's to say? Well, anyone with eyes. They, they could probably oh get the ball rolling on that. I think that I was thinking about the hamsters still, and I was thinking about small things that were. This is actually. I'm so sorry. I know that we're we're winding down, but it's this right. is relevant to. There was another PSA that ran all through my childhood, um, that was about uh, this thing called the House Hippo, and it was like a little fake not nature documentary. Did you ever see the House no, Hippo? No. Uh, it was like it was like a a little nature documentary about a tiny hippo that lives in your house. And, uh, like sleeps in a nest of dryer lint and like eats the, the crackers, uh, like the crumbs from crackers. And then at the end it was like, that looked really real. 
but it wasn't real. Uh-huh. You just thought it was real because we made it look, <laughs> and it was like a thing for kids to like not believe everything they saw in ads. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I feel like I just had a house hippo moment with book mice. <laughs> I just had a little. Not... Well, this is how I'd like to end the show. All right. I'm going to take my headphones off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave the room. Yeah. I will not be able to hear what you guys are talking about. <laughs> for 60 seconds, I want you guys to come up with one fake Canadian show <gasps> and two real ones and see if I can tell which one you made it. But I will not hear what you're saying. I will not hear you guys figure it out. But figure it out on the air. And then you say, oh, we're ready. And then you tell me the three shows. And I have to guess which one is fake. Does that make sense? Oh, my God. I think we just went through all of them. But yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we did every Canadian you show. Can, no, you can figure to think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover my ears. I'm doing this for real. Okay. Going God, um, I'm terrified. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> uh, what else was there? Was just like mom? I don't know what that is. That sounds great, though. Yeah, let me let me let me double check that, and then we could just make up whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, like mom. Just like mom was the one where like, oh, um, yeah, it was Canadian television. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're we're safe. So or what about? One. Does it have to be like a cartoon, or can it be? What about Little Mosque on the Prairie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll give him we'll give him two real ones. Okay, what, what will the the third one be? Oh no! Okay, what's the third one? What's the third one? Oh, let's just to, to oh, make up one. A real one or a fake one? Okay, we clearly have an animal theme going. So we should go with that. What about something something with uh, with horses? People like riding horses on the prairie. Okay, yeah, yeah. So um, <gasps> Mounties, Mounty horse, Mounty horse, Mounty horse, horse cops, Mounty. It's Mounty called Mounty horse. Mounty horse. Perfect. Yeah. Genius. All right. All we're right. good. Who do we tell? All right. We're good. Ready? Okay. We're ready to go. Okay. <coughs> you got to gotta do fake. the pitch. Okay. Hold on. All right. We have Chip Zdarsky, who people know as uh, comic book superstar. Right. Howard the Duck, the final uh, 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 trade paperback comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And people can find out more about you at chipzadarsky.com. Something like that. Or at <laughs> chipzadarsky on Twitter. And Emma. Yes. People can always find you where now? Uh, on, I'm on Twitter at Emma from Toronto. And you are a poet. I am. I am a poet. <laughs> uh, I write, I write poetry. I write essays and stuff articles and stuff you mm-hmm. can find them if you right. google me but there's a different one that oh there's a different one with. who's more famous if you see somebody who looks really famous it's not me if you see someone who's a poet it is me okay okay now i'm ready okay here are three one of these is going to be fake yes. for canadian and television okay all right so the first one is a show called just like mom in which uh, it's a, a mothers and their their kids paired up, mm-hmm. uh, versus other mothers and their children. And the big thing for this show is the Bake Off, where the kids bake, uh, live, mm-hmm. um, using all the ingredients that are just sitting there in front of them, and then the mother at the end has to guess which of the dishes is her child's dishes. Okay. So that's one show. So that's one show. What's the second show? The second one uh, is called Little Mosque on the Prairie, 
and it's a it's a lighthearted comedy in the style of uh say your your corner gases maybe uh and it's about it's about a family who moves to i've never i i've never actually watched an episode uh-huh. uh but it's about a, f- a fake family that moves to the prairies and i guess uh experiences some like zany uh differences so with the with the out. white people might have been a fake out i've never seen an episode who's who who knows i don't know yeah. what's the third one all right the third one is um called Mountie and madison mm-hmm. and that one is about uh, like a British Columbia um, classic uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, uh, and it's a woman who uh, it's a her and her horse. It's kind of got a bit of a littlest hobo vibe, though the horse doesn't uh, you know push buttons or anything hey, like that. You're tricking me with that. That could be a setup. But yeah, wow. that was like a. I would say it's more about the relationship between like her and the horse. Yes, yeah, yeah. and that like ran. Just just like Mom Ran, kind of like early 80s, <laughs> Mountie and Madison was kind of mm-hmm. mid-80s. And then Little Mosque on the Prairie was like early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a, that was a uh, post-9-11 uh, show. Mm-hmm. So one of these is fake. Yes. Yeah. Look. Little Mosque on the Prairie so on the nose to be fake that I almost have to take a chance and say it's not fake. Because it's so head and shoulders above the other ones in terms of sounding fake. Conversely, Mountie and Madison sounds too real. But I could also picture that just skating through and being a show. Just like Mom is way too perfect. It could be. That could be so real or so fake. I'm truly confused. Now, I'm going to have to say... Though, oh, we forgot the the other show. All dressed, the man of a million costumes. Okay, that's. <laughs> but one of these is fake. <laughs> one of those is one fake. Of them is yeah, fake. I'm gonna say. Oh man, this is the best game I've ever. You know why? Played. You know why it's hard because Little Mosque <laughs> on the Prairie is so stupid <laughs> that if I don't say that that's the fake one, then I let like the. I let the the most fake one just skate right by me. It's like a it's like a it's like a weird poison pill thing that I And Mountie and Madison is so generic that it could either be a middling show or a fake show. I'm gonna just have to pick something and I'm just gonna have to say And the troubling thing is Part of me feels like I've heard of Mountie and Madison before, but I also could be completely imagining that. I'm going to have to just say, I'm going to have to take a chance. I'm going to make a play for mediocrity and say Mountie and Madison's fake. You're right. Oh, You're right. You did it. Tom. Yeah. Very impressive. I can't clap because I'm holding a mic, but that's great. So just like mom was too... Too small to be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, there's no way you guys could have come up with just like mom, because it's so intricately boring. I've never seen an episode of just like mom. Yeah, yeah. And it's it was, so and it was, <laughs> oh, it was just, what a it title was just, it was just is, kids though. making, mm-hmm. 
cakes filled with ketchup for their mothers. It was just the worst. <laughs> oh my god! You know what I should have done? It what was we should have done? <laughs> street sense. Remember street? Yeah, sense? You know what? And I just remembered another one. We should have gone with beachcombers. Oh, we're fools. Yeah, we're fools. <laughs> we're fools. So. <laughs> Little Mosque on the Prairie was really a As show. A yeah, real yeah. show. Yeah. People loved it. Yeah, but that and that's a testament show. to just like, yeah, of course someone would do a TV show called Little Mosque on the Prairie. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Mountie oh, and Madison. Man. That was perfect. That's genius. That is all chip. That's <laughs> my favorite new game now. I love it. You like that game, Dudio? <laughs> what game? Unbelievable! Oh, do they wow. still have it turned off out there? Is that why? No, they don't. No, they just they just they're, don't. They're, 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 he's probably don't. they don't care. They just don't care. He's probably reading some no, Doctor Who fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you want to plug it, Mike? No, you can do it. I think. You'll... Oh, I could do it. Okay. Anything else you want me to do? Maybe wash your car. I don't have one because I don't have one anymore. Move those shirts later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Move the masses shirts that I lugged in for. This is the way this is going now. I bring the massive shirts in in my rental car because I don't have a car anymore because I almost died last week. Mike thinks it's the funniest thing. I want to just look at, just look at me right now. It's just like, don't laugh. Just settle down. And if I just say, ah, the deer. I saw the deer. Hold on. <laughs> I just want to say, get yourself completely straight. Get yourself not laughing. Get yourself, look ground yourself. There you go. Oh, I saw. He la- He honestly laughed. He honestly laughed. I close my eyes and I see it. And he's this guy is going to hack a lung up out there. So this fr- is it. This Friday. This Friday, AP Mike makes his wrestling managerial debut. Future is now wrestling. Is is the league? I gotta pull this. Future is now wrestling is the league this Friday in Queens at an Elks Lodge. Mike will be managing a wrestling squad called Friends of Tom, right? Which is comprised of Jeff Cannonball and Jay George that are wrestling now as a... As a a duo called Friends of Tom. Friends, the least threatening Wrestling. word to have in yeah. your team name. Well, wait till you see these guys. These guys are tough dudes, man. Tough friends. So people can go check that out. I guess you can search it and where you put it up on Twitter. Okay, and I'll retweet it later. I'll retweet the info on this, so people should go check out. Is it? Are you are you excited about it? Yeah, so Mike will be managing these wrestlers, which I'm telling you, this sounds like this sounds like if there was ever a trap to get me to go to a thing, this sounds like it. This is like this is like uh, my hostel, like the movie. Ho- <laughs> like this would get me to go to a thing to watch Mike manage wrestlers. So like, that's this weekend. That's this Friday. Let's take the final calls and then we'll say goodbye. Best show. Oh, hold on. Jessica from Mystica. Hi, how are you, Jessica? I'm doing. I'm doing all right. Good. I had the phone potted down there. I couldn't hear you for a second. Sorry. 
It's all good. I was just surprised because, yeah. But, um, anyway, hi. <laughs> hi. Now, you, when you heard those shows that, that were just listed, well, they were probably talking about process, so you knew which one was fake. I mean, yeah, I heard them talking about it, like, well, you're out of the room, so I sort of yeah. knew which one was fake. Okay, yeah, I didn't. So, oh, and, what's going on, Jessica? Well, I was actually, the week before, I had an amazing week. I just wanted to, I just, while I was on hold, I realized I needed to tell you about this. Because well, I was here. able to see both. Henry Rollins and Ian McKay speak, which was a big deal for me. Together or separately? Separate. One on Thursday, one on Saturday. I've seen both of them speak at different things. Which, which, what did you enjoy? Uh, Henry Rollins is sort of doing a thing, like a speaking tour right now. Mm-hmm. And then a few days later, so the Cornell just opened a punk rock archive thing at their library. So they just had a bunch of speakers, and they ended the, like, weekend of events with a Q&A by Ian McKay, which was amazing. Well, that Yeah, he's he's interesting when he does. I've seen him take questions and do that. It's very, it's very it interesting. It was great. He did, like, yeah. two in an hour, which is, he, like, would just really just talk and mm. just... It was amazing. It was great. I got a chance to he he answered my question, which was really good. I had him just what was talk your about, what, what was your question? Let me see if I can guess the answer. I I just sort of asked him about performance anxiety and how I sort of struggle with it and mm-hmm. and like how just you can just get yourself sure. you just well I can feel this one. Eat. I know how, I know how Ian Mackay would answer this one. Yeah. Picture the uh, audience in their underwear. <laughs> no? That's well, basically, he, he just told me to be shameless. He told you to be shameless. Yeah. That's good. That's good yeah. advice. As a result, I gave him my demo, and I got a hug from him. That's awesome. Yeah. So you did have a great run, Jessica. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. And I'm glad you had a great week. And you take that, and now you maybe leave a little fired up from that, and you carry that into your your stuff when you're 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 getting the band rolling. Yeah, we really are. I just I've just been we've been playing really good the last few days. It's been sounding really good. Awesome. I got to end the show though, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say good night. But I'll I'll talk to you call you know I'll talk to you later. All right. You have a good day. You have a great night. Bye. Best show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. To whom um, am I speaking? How are you? I'm, I'm well. To whom am I speaking? This is Paige from Los Angeles. Paige from Los Angeles. You're here with Chip Zadarsky and Emma from Toronto. Hi, Hello. Chip and Emma. Um, I have a question for them. Uh-oh. It better be Canadian oh, TV related. Yeah, that's the only thing we know about. Yeah, yeah. Um, is the OTV only TV? I was, you, is the, I was wondering if the candy in Canada was different. I could feel this one. Yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, there's a thing they have there called the Arrow, which is uh, picture our worst chocolate <laughs> <laughs> with little air pockets wow. in it. Wow. 
It's not very good. Especially the mint one. I know that earlier you were making fun of it when people say shots fired, but I feel like this is a You have so much great candy there. The Arrow's not one of them. Yeah, it's kind of a rip-off. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a Canadian. There's other good candy, though. Uh, Coffee Crisp. Coffee Crisp is like the greatest thing you've ever had. The best of all time. Yeah, our Smarties are different. I know there's Smarties here, but ours are Mm -hmm. quite different. Are they? Yeah. What's different? About them. Sorry. Uh, ours are better. Okay. You were legitimately excited. <laughs> what? About. What? what? I need to know everything tell about this more. on the radio yes, right tell now. Tell me more. No, I'm going to say this, uh, Paige. There's this candy bar called Coffee Crisp. Imagine, have you ever wanted to eat <laughs> coffee? Sorry, you cut out for a second. Have you I ever wanted to, have you ever wanted to bite into coffee that's chocolate yeah. flavored? Yeah. Well, that's what this is. Imagine a Kit Kat, but it's got a a I... hint of coffee. Right? What is it called? Coffee Crisp. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it is. I'm telling you, you should figure out how to get your hands on one of them. You're in L.A. There's got to be some. Mike Myers has to have some weird <laughs> is he on cafe the list? set up. No, he's not on the list. Oh, I was just wondering. <laughs> you should also you should also try out uh, uh, Marshmounties. Which are just like uh, nappy shaped marshmallows. Sounds <laughs> I, this sounds like I'm being tricked here. Yeah, yeah. You've gone mad real. with power. Yes, yeah. you go with the coffee crisp though, Paige. You yeah. won't regret it. I will. All right. Um, I'll... All right. Thanks for the call. And, but wait. Also, I like. Yeah. Can I say one more thing? Yes, of course. <laughs> um, also, um, it's my birthday, and I ditched class to listen to a best show because I usually get miss it, and I was really excited to hear it. And what, it was a great show. Well, thank. You. What class did you ditch? Uh, it's called business analytics, and it's um, it's fine that I skipped it it's twice a week. Well, <laughs> I'll give you everything you need for business analytics. This is what you do. You just you, you, you look for the trends. Yes, that's that's exactly it. That's all they're going to say to you low, in something. Yeah, buy low, sell high. Look for trends. Exactly, right? and um, and other people's money. Yeah, listening to the best show is really great, and I'm. Glad I got to do it on my birthday. Well, ha- happy birthday to you. Ha- happy, birthday. happy birthday. Thank you. Go get a coffee crisp yeah. at uh, uh, the uh, the Spotlight Cafe. Night. Where are you going to go for your birthday? Are you going to get some cake? Okay. <laughs> All right. Best show. Final call. Oh, hi. Hi. To whom am I hi. speaking? Um, this is Mary in Lansdale, PA. Mary, how are you? Um, wow, super excited. This is awesome. I'm the last call. This is the very first time I've ever called in. <laughs> um, so, okay. I'm, I know it's like the end of the night, so I have to Don't be quick. Worry. Don't worry. Um, you say what you got to say, Mary. <laughs> the floor is okay. yours. <laughs> um, so I, okay. Um, first of all, thank, you know, um, like, like at the end of last week's show, like I just, I just was like crying at my desk at work. So thank you for like everything you've been doing. Oh, well, that's nice of you to say. Thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoy the show and it means something to you. I, I, I really did. It really, it, it really hit home for me. Um, and, and, uh, on a later note, I, I went to Canada last year and, um, I kind of got into a little bit of trouble. <laughs> Because I tried to get in without a passport, because I was in Maine, and I was like 
said to my husband, hey, we're close to Canada. Let's just go there because we'd never been to Canada. Uh-huh. And we'd never been to Maine either. And so uh, he's like, well, don't you need a passport? So I get out my phone and I put in Google and I say, you know, I type in, do you need a passport to go to Canada? And the first thing that comes up says, no, but. Well, I didn't read the but. So we go to the border and they say, well, you don't have a passport. I said, well, can I just turn around and go home then? They're like, no. I'm like, what do you mean, no? <laughs> and they say, well, no, we're going to like run you through our scan, you know, scan your driver's license and stuff and let mm-hmm. you go through it. I said, oh, okay. And so it's like 15 minutes and they let me in. And so we spend an hour driving around and, you know, it's kind of like the middle of nowhere. And then we went, we're like, well, okay, we have to go back to the United States. And trying to get back in the United States took like an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and like they were asking us, uh, you know, like where were you, what hospital you were born in and your mother, mother's maiden name and like your childhood, like, uh, phone number and stuff. And, um, I just can't, I, I'm just amazed that Canada, um, you know, I, I, you know, I just, I, it, that's not as good a story as I thought it was. Well, you know what? Well, this is what I'm going to say to your story. You know what part of Canada worked? The can part. Right? <laughs> they said, yes, you can come here. Right? Yeah. And the you, when you tried to get back to the United States, they said, are you one of us? And they weren't sure. Think about and it. you know what? You think about that. I'm not that. sure all the time either. <laughs> Me neither, man. I'm not going to come, man. Sorry. Thank you for the call. You have a great night. Thank you. You too, man. I, fair enough. I like it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. She got you, Tom. She did. Look. Yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I want to thank my two friends, Emma from Toronto. It's always so nice to see you. It's so nice to see you. Thank you, thank for, you for having coming. me. Chip Zdarsky, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This has been fantastic. And people can find out about you guys online, and they can sure. do whatever they want. Whatever they want <laughs> they online. Really and I'm telling you, we, everybody, we just got to stick with it, man. Stick with it, everybody. Get, get your friends' backs. That's what I'm saying. Get your friends' backs. Gonna get it's gonna get weird and it's already getting bad for people. So let's make sure that our friends are okay. And I'm gonna say good night by playing something by Littlest Hobo. Littlest Hobo. I will play the Littlest Hobo. Yes. We'll end the new, a new, Best day of my a, life. a new era of the show, <laughs> ending with. The Littlest Hobo theme. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is, uh, let's see, any information on who did the Littlest Hobo theme? No. <laughs> These are the comments. This is what I love about Canada. A show like this can be an absolute classic. <laughs> then wrong. it says, uh, best theme song ever. Also true. I loved this show as a kid. The song always got to me, being a dog person. <laughs> He was the littlest hobo of them all. Is that for, does that really? These are the comments. Is Thank you, Canada, for giving us this great show. You're welcome. When TV was TV and when music was music. Ugh, tell me about mm-hmm. it. The places that these clips were taken at are probably what is now downtown Toronto. 
That, that does not sound accurate. <laughs> no. It looks like it's the woods. Yeah, I'm going to flag that one. It was like one. a field in the 80s. Young Street was pretty rough back then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, <laughs> it this looks like they it. filmed it in a park. Everybody, the best show saying goodnight. We will be back next week. Let's rock out to the littlest hobo theme. <laughs> There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road.